Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Let's Talk Movies. I'm Brad. I'm Miguel. Happy Friday night. We have made it to the weekend. Uh, it's actually a pretty good day. I don't know about you. I had a good day. It, it sounds like you had a pretty good day from how we were talking before we went live. I know, right? I don't sound like total death. I had like a tough like <laughs> uh, 48 hours of like being absolute yeah. stone cold sick. Dude, but... I was sick the last week too. I was like, like I was ready to go to the doctor on on uh on like monday and tuesday i I don't know what it was i just like oh, I, I wasn't i wasn't at, one, at that level yet at one point i thought i had strep which is weird because i haven't had strep since like i was like six when i had my tonsils removed like it just i don't know yeah and then at some point i thought i like i was talking to my mom and she was like you know your tonsils can grow back and like i thought i had tonsil stones like i was just i, I don't know i was a mess like coughing up garbage and and like the like the stuff that venom comes out of like this like it just i don't know it was just it was it was a grody couple do you of, have your tonsils days, taken but, out yeah i had mine taken out when i was six okay yeah, okay no i i still i still have mine and it Don't wasn't necessarily it wasn't it wasn't my tonsils that fucked me up i didn't i wasn't sore my throat wasn't sore it was just just sinus because this guy just attracts like a shit ton of fucking uh debris Debris. And uh, yeah, <laughs> it's debris like a two by four, just like smacks you in the face. Brick, this dirt, thing attracts this thing, sucks <laughs> up more dirt than your fucking Dyson that you talk so much about in your house. Like, when do I? Well, you know, you know, when someone, Dyson. you know, when someone, Dyson. you know, when someone gets like, you know, the next, the <laughs> next the, biggest vacuum cleaner, they just want to talk all <laughs> about it. I'm just saying that my nose beats. Any fucking vacuum cleaner <laughs> manufactured in the states or made from China. When Miguel goes to clean his house, he just he just walks around and goes <laughs> <laughs> on the ground like a dog, like a, like a hound, like trying to hunt where it's got its head on the ground and it's like sniffing around everywhere. Oh yeah. my god. Uh, how you guys doing tonight, man? We have a good show for you. Um, super excited. I've been itching to to hop on and make some. Uh, make some, make some. I don't know what I was about to say with that. I was, some, it was, it was about to come out as make, make some, some fun, and then I was like, that sounds make weird. Some fun. Um, I'm good. I'm excited to talk movies. I'm excited to hop on. There's a lot of stuff that we haven't really gotten to talk about movie news wise. There have been a slew of movie trailers over the last uh, two, three weeks, really since the Super Bowl happened, um, and just a bunch of stuff going on uh, on the Marvel front, on the Godzilla Kong front, on you know, there's just there, there's a lot happening, um, and a lot that we want to talk about, and you know, obviously, uh, you know, big Godzilla Kong fans, and you know, it's just it's 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 a it's a hell of a time to be alive, and um. And I'm excited to uh, to dive into some of this stuff. Um, and also, in addition tonight, um, to talking movie news and trailers and things like that, uh, it's going to be some Q&A time. So if you want to throw in a question or two, um, or 17, or 1,897, whatever. Probably won't get to everything. Um, but we're just going to chill and have a good time. I'm having the first. So not only is has today been a pretty decent day, uh, today's my son's first birthday. Happy birthday to my incredible boy. Um but I've so I've wanted, co- I've been trying to lose a little bit of weight, which is good. I'm down a shirt side with size, which is dope. Uh, and I haven't had a soda in like three months. And I was like, I'm really kind of itching to have a drink, but like, I want, like, if I'm going to have a drink, I'm going to have like a drink. So I have a little bit of Woodford and Coke right now. And I'm, I'm very pleased with myself. The easiest way to lose weight is to drink so much alcohol that you continuously puke. 
and eat his weight. So the easiest way to lose weight is just become an alcoholic. Like yeah. Just, in that's, other that's words, Brad, you are one step closer. <laughs> Fun thing to joke about for not, your, your son's uh, not, first birthday. Not really, because this is literally like I. This is the first drink I've had in probably. <clears throat> well, let's see. Oh no! Because you didn't weeks, have none for the shining. Months. You didn't have none for the shining episode, and I didn't. I didn't. I didn't think tea. you had a drink for the shining. Uh, commentary one either so props to you yeah it's been a while since i've since i've had either a soda or or, or an don't worry or we alcohol, talk to each other more than just when so. we do our shows so i know he, do. he doesn't yeah we do i'm actually gonna see you quite a bit this weekend yay wonderful that's true I love, you're gonna see I me love, for exactly probably two hours <laughs> yeah but then we yeah. have show sunday too that's true we do have show sunday. yeah by the way so not only uh is is this show happening tonight but um Sunday night at 7.30. We're going to bump this an hour because Doctor Sleep is long AF. Um, but on Sunday night, we are going to watch the director's cut of Doctor Sleep in preparation for the 30th episode of Purely and Simply Evil, which is pretty dope. So super excited for that as well. Um, and uh, yeah, we're, we've, we've had a blast with The Shining and taken a really deep dive, just burying ourselves into The Shining. It's been, it's been a lot of fun. Just it certainly is, yeah. Burying into Jack Nicholson. And you guys you know, it's, definitely it's talk all of your shit about uh, Dr. Sleep. So don't yeah. get all pissy if I yeah. end up either not liking it. But praise all if I, I do, don't, I guess. I don't see you not liking it. I, I could see you thinking that we've all maybe hyped it up a little bit. But like I don't, I know I don't, I don't like it when people hype up a movie like because it. it leaves me with too much of a high standard. And it, like you feel like you have to be that. You yeah, know what I mean that was yeah. Halloween Kills for me, man. That was like my, I don't know that that was which <clears throat> I don't know that wasn't really as much other people as much as it was me. Like I hyped myself. I think up you set the standard way yeah. too high for Halloween Kills for I it did. being the middle middle show middle movie. I did, I did. Yeah. But then you have people though that. Like I, I I was listening to um the thing with two heads with Sean Clark and Christopher Nelson, and they were talking. He was talking about Chris was talking about how much crap he gets in his DMs of people hating on Halloween ends and now hating on The Exorcist. And he was like, "You all need to like get over your shit. Like it, they weren't that bad. <laughs> like you need to calm down and basically get over yourselves. Like you just you gotta chill. You know." Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. See, Raymond says the same thing, dude. Doctor Sleep is badass, better than The Shining, in my opinion. Hey, man, I dude, <laughs> I'm I'm all willing to believe you. Just you know, it's just shit. Shit happens, you know. Flip coin. Yeah. I like it. Th- but see, the difference for me, the difference is The Shining. You almost have to look for The Shining to be incredible. Like, like you have to really like, like yes, you could find it scary, and yes, you could be like, hey, I enjoyed that. But you almost have to really dive into it, like as a movie fan, to like to to appreciate it. Doctor Sleep is just like it, it's just it's a good movie. Like I mm-hmm. never, it, I was never at one single point bored, and almost and for a three hour movie, that's a big deal. Like usually in a three hour movie, you're kind of like, okay, just like let's, you know, let's 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 move here, like. You know, Doctor Sl- like there is literally not a boring part of that movie. Like it's it's so good, man. I'm I'm so stoked for you to finally check it out. Well, we're gonna find out Sunday, and I'm all more all the more excited for it. 
yeah. Especially to sit down in this comfy ass chair and watch two and a half hours worth of a film. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, Austin. That's a great way to put it. Story wise, it's more interesting and deeper than The Shining. It really fleshes out the power of The Shining. That's the thing. Is it made me like? It made me. I don't know if "understand" is the right word. It made me appreciate the story of The Shining so much more. Like I never felt, even though I had seen the original film several times, I never, like, I never felt the the power of like what it was trying to do until I watched doctor sleep and then i was like oh my god that's mm-hmm. genius because it revisits it in it, it revisits the shining in such a way that like it it pays homage to like to to what was happening in the story but it also like it fleshes things out and you see things like because we see it from danny's perspective in the shining as a as a child where mm-hmm. he's scared he doesn't know what's going on like you're you're in the dark and then you see it from his perspective as an adult where he understands it and he's kind of got it under control. Like, like he's dealt with those demons and you, you just, you see everything from a different perspective and it just, it like, I don't, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't spoil it for you. Like you just have to watch it because like, I, I, I felt I bad when you guys kind of like tiptoe around it in our conversation and our deep dive yeah. with uh, the shining. But you know what? I'm sure we'll have you guys back, and we'll be able to talk more about it. And I'm sure I'll be excited to talk more about yeah. it with you guys. And and it and it adds to the lore. You know what I mean? Like it adds mm-hmm. so much to the lore that you wouldn't yeah. even have get. Like like you watch The Shining, you're like, okay, this is a ghost movie about domestic abuse. And then you watch Doctor Sleep, and you're like, oh, this is this is there's a whole lot more to this world. Like this is a whole other world of like mythical like like it's it's wild. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, Austin said you'll love Rose the Hat. Yeah, the villain is a woman. Legit scarier than Jack. I'm not even kidding you. Scarier there are moments where she is actually kind of terrifying. But you also mm. like can't help but like her too. So good, man. So good. So uh, real quick. Night, though. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, right now. Let's switch the shows. No. Uh, Raymond Malabar, what's up, man? Hey, Brad and Miguel. And, and chat, how's it going? It is going good, my man. Um, uh, SPC, Austin's here. What's going on? Austin, Kyle Curtis Flett, what is up, my man? Hello. Um, yeah, man, it's just like it, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked for you to see it. I really am. No, as am I. So all and I'm not going to talk scary. about it anymore because I don't want to spoil it for you. Okay. If you I actually spoil gave me, spoil it for me on Sunday. Yes. So I gave it, it was, this is the last thing I'll say about Dr. Sleep. I, so after me and Julia watched it, cause Julia's always loved the shining, like weird weird story here but like she always had an appreciation for it i the first time i saw it like when i was younger i was like like i was excited because i was like man this has been hyped up like people talk about the shining like it is like crown jewel of the horror genre and i remember you know keep keep in mind i was a i was a rob zombie halloween paul ws anderson resident evil like Saw Friday Part Nine, no, saw okay. Friday the Thirteenth remake in the theater. Saw the Elm Street remake in the theater. Like that was my wheelhouse. Like I was into that kind of like action horror, and I saw The Shining and I was like, that sucked. Like why is why do people freak? I don't out think about I this? ever. I don't think I ever said that though. You no damn. no no. You weren't like that. I didn't. I really didn't think it was very good. I didn't like it the first time I saw it, and it's it's taken me five or six watches over the course of like growing up and and understanding the themes more and things like that like to really 
to to really get it and you know Julia really helped me get it because she was always mm-hmm. a big fan of the shining she really liked it and i remember her and i rented doctor sleep after it came out and we rented it and we were like that absolutely ruled like that was amazing yes raymond you are correct it it's it's a really good ewan mcgregor you realize he's what? danny right i know that he plays danny uh that's one of the reasons why i'm excited for him He's really good in this movie. I don't know. He's really good. I don't in this know. Movie. I wouldn't say that. Don't say that to me. He's good. You're a Star Wars fan, though. That's why. No, man. I like them. You're Christopher a Star Walken. Wars fan. Fuck out of here. He was hilarious in Christopher Walken. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, man. Speaking of, so this weird off-topic thing. Speaking of Star Wars, um, are they what? What's the deal with the? Are the are the TV shows like, are they cur- like, are they like sequel things? Or are they doing like, are they like traveling back into like what? What's the deal with the Star Wars shows? Because I feel like every time I get on social media, Disney's like, "Hey, there's season two of this show," and I'm I look at it, I'm like, I don't, I didn't even know that was a show. I didn't even know that was a thing. Like, I you know like I I knew about Bad Batch. I knew about the uh, um how do you say your name? The the chick Ahsoka? with the uh, Ahsoka, I I used to say Ahaska, and you were like, "Shut up, that's not how you say it." Um, Ahsoka, like I just every, I feel like every time I look at Disney's feed, I'm like, "Oh, there's a new Star Wars show," and then like two days later, I'm like, "Oh, there's a new Star Wars show." <laughs> like it's just constant. It's more than Marvel. Mm-hmm. Is that wrong or is that a fair like assessment? Like I feel like it's literally constantly that they're announcing new Star Wars show shows. It's weird. Hey, I'm okay with it honestly. And whether it's quality or quantity, I don't really care. So far, they've been pumping out some good projects. Have they and, been good? Like, have you watched them? I mean, Austin, if you can, if you want to like chime in on that too, you can. But uh, I personally uh, don't mind them. I like them. Ahsoka was really good. Mandalorian is just pretty good. Is pretty good. The only one I didn't really enjoy was the Book of Boba Fett, but I thoroughly enjoyed the Bad Batch, and I also enjoyed the next season of the clone wars then like the the newest seasons of the clone wars like you know we got the one that we got a while back i enjoyed that very much but um i have not seen obi-wan and i know that sucks because i really wanted to see it because you know ian mcgregor is obviously in it yeah and i I never got to see the whole the whole season i've seen bits and pieces but i mean what 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 are you concerned like is time travel no it's not time travel it's just telling stories in between uh the main uh but that's what i mean like is it like a sequel to what's happening in the movies or is it just like are we just picking and choosing random places i think that's partially why i've never gotten like we've talked about this on the show miguel is a you're a pretty big star wars fan but like i'm i am a very 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 casual star wars fan like and i i never really was a big star wars fan until i saw rogue one in the theater and that i was and like i that movie kind of changed the way I felt about Star Wars but um, I just it's so much to keep up with and it's so like like even watching them all for the first time I was like oh my god like it feels so daunting to get into Star Wars you know what I mean well it's the same premise as people who are trying to get into like the MCU MCU. yeah like it's it's already so vast so like people are of the opinion now where it's like well, why do I need to even bother watching yeah, I get that. everything in one single order if it's 
already this vast and it's like yeah i get that but i mean that's part of the journey you know yeah. but um you know it's just how it's how you pick yourself in, into it i mean i didn't watch i didn't become a fan of star wars because i watched the entire fucking saga by itself no i and i started becoming a fan like after you know and watching a couple pieces here and there you know i started off you know enjoying enjoying the original trilogy more than i did with the prequels but yeah as i grew older you can hate me all you want but i enjoy the prequel trilogy more so than the original trilogy and um you know as the story goes the same with like you know the godzilla franchises like them with yeah. the monster Bros franchise my interest peaked more just because it's became more and more mainstream because it's like right. oh something that wasn't as taboo to be a fan of is now mainstream so cool i guess now yeah. it's a good time to be a fan right. so i was of that knowledge even though star wars wasn't really like that taboo it was just like a thing that like you know you know you know you're just a geek for like fucking star wars but now it's like <laughs> now yet now everyone has a disney plus subscription so they can watch star wars all yeah, they want yeah, and yeah. they want to look if they want to look and gawk at like pedro pascal you know being the mandalorian they can like yeah yeah it's it's became it's become more mainstream and i love it you know i i'm completely okay with it being more mainstream so yeah bro by the way speaking of you you said something a little bit ago that um that like made me think of this uh and we're gonna talk a little bit about this tonight as well because this the series premiere is on sunday and i'm beyond stoked so speaking of good shows Dude, The Walking Dead, The Ones Who Live, has a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. The reviews for that, like, I think I think screeners went out for, like, maybe the first three episodes. The reviews are like, bro, where was this storytelling through the rest of The Walking Dead? Like, like so I'm pretty hyped. The fact that critics are really digging it, I'm like, okay. I've seen The I've Walking seen Dead snippets, hasn't had uh, that kind of reviews in a long time. Like I've seen snippets of like uh, of the show, and people are talking about like, bro, like is this the is this the Rick we're gonna have pretty soon? Like this Rick seems unstoppable. Yeah, and they're talking about like how he's like trained and fucking blah blah blah. How he interacts and how different he is in this show yeah. as compared to the previous one. He's it's like it's almost as if he's no longer that British cowboy python gun slinging guy he's like yeah. a fucking john wick now I it think. blows my mind that he's never won an emmy he's Rick. never won an emmy he's well, i mean it was an amc tv show it doesn't really surprise me i don't know did you know, uh but it was nominated for other stuff but like i like it he's so good in that role like i know there are moments where like everybody makes fun of like the coral like oh, mm -hmm. girl like I know the like the accent is kind of weird sometimes, and like it's fluctuated over the like. If you go listen to season one Rick versus like season like nine Rick, it's two completely different accents. Like he he like I know. like I think he was trying to overdo the like like the South like Southern Southern drawl kind of thing. Like yeah, and then he kind of like got that under control. But like mm -hmm. his perform like looking back because it's like I like I've I've said like my wife and I are in the middle of watching it right now. And, um, like rewatching it. Um, she's never seen it, but I'm in the middle of rewatching it. And we actually like just got past the part where Rick leaves, where he blows the bridge, and like we're at, we're we're at the beginning of the Whisperer War right now. 
Um, mm-hmm. But like, like I think of like in the in the Glenn and Abraham episode when um, when when Negan first shows up, like dude's performance in that episode is mind blowing. It is really really good to watch him like break down and it's so good and i'm so stoked for that show that's another thing we're i'm gonna do a i don't know if you're gonna watch it this weekend i am definitely filming a reaction to that like a review of that first episode because i'm stoked i'd like to catch up on it and i'm more than happy to to join on you if i can't if i can catch a slip of it yeah but uh yeah don't hold me to it a bunch of spo- there's been a lot of spoilers for stuff there were a lot of godzilla and kong spoilers that went out oh over the last God, couple yeah. of days a lot of stills um i didn't get to see all of them but i i saw i sent miguel a couple of them um i mean you heard my there reaction were, there were quite a few there's there's something pretty big that happens in the ones who live that i kind of saw coming there were rumors about it a long time and i'm not going to say what it is but like there were rumors about it a long time ago because it's something that kind of coincides with the comic books anyways. But I I actually like saw a still of it and I was like, okay, whatever. And then I saw AMC started taking stuff down and like, you know, there was like the don't spoil the walking dead hashtags going out and like, you know what I mean? Mm. It just, it, you know, but I, that stuff is so unavoidable at this point. But um, I'm super excited. It's funny because today, today the walking dead put on a, they like the well, the Walking Dead official account put on a a poll on Twitter and it said, "Are you an A or a B?" And everybody in the comments was like, "I don't know. It's been six years and you've never told us what that means." <laughs> like, you know what I mean? From what Jadis is always like, "I have a B," or I they come over the, "I have an A, I have a B." It's like, what does that mean? <laughs> we still don't know. I we did you know? figure that out, did we? No, we don't know. We have no idea I, what that I means. We have no that. clue. There's speculation as to what it I means. Like but a was no like idea. A, I thought like an A or a B was like either one or the other being like perfect for like human trials or something like that. For like... Well, that's been part of the speculation, but who knows? I mean, like oh, we, okay. we ha- surely they're going to give us some kind of answer in this show. Like it's a show about the CRM. <laughs> like we have to get some good part of, you know, I, I think it's going to be one of two things. Either. The Walking Dead has been absolutely genius in teasing the CRM over the course of the last, like, six years. Like, MCU-level genius. Mm-hmm. Or it's, like, Halloween 5-level insanity stupidity where they just... Like, how they just wrote the man in black just to throw, like a like, a twist, but nobody knew what it meant. Like, they wrote it with no, like understanding of what it meant like even the director was like i don't know what the hell we were trying to do we just wanted to throw in a twist like i don't know like but like like he saw the helicopter in the first episode in atlanta and he can't like he keeps seeing helicopters like throughout the series and it's like did they plan for something like this to happen like were they always gonna go with like with the whole civic republic military thing or were they like did they just come up with it like i don't know i i'm we'll we'll have to see i don't i don't i find it hard to believe like that they never knew about it before like you have this massive army of thousands of people trying to like rebuild society and like you people just didn't know like they just didn't know that 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 was there or existed like i don't know there's still like untouched tribes out here dog that are That's fucking true. cannibals. Do so. you think in the universe there's still people like living day by day at this point? Like at this point where we're, we're 
like like normal lives like us no i mean like like think back to when the series first started after society crumbled after like the outbreak mm-hmm. and people were like living place to place and out on the road and trying to just like survive this like do you think there's still people like out there living like that or do you think it's all like places like alexandria you think people and... just like found a group or whatever yeah i'm sure and it's i'm it's the same principle as like uh it's, it's like people just, who like more... kind of live. It's kind. It's kind of like with people who you meet, like people that live in the suburbs, people who live in the city, and people who live in like communities, and the people who just live off the grid. It's, it's people kind who of are the, the same. ones who live. Yes. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of like the same same premise, if that makes yeah. sense. Like, yeah. it's just different because it's fucking zombies. So. Yeah. I think it's more or less now to the point where it doesn't surprise me that they did not see uh, they never met up with the CRM because CRM was just so far uh, away from where Alexandria and um, all the other communities were were functioning, which is still kind of odd if you think about it with how close all the communities that we grew uh, how close we they were to to each other, and then you have to think about like how the Commonwealth and then the fucking community how they all yeah. came to came like it's just so interesting how well, small the world is starting to become. Yeah, because the Commonwealth as more, and more uh, communities come like home. the Commonwealth feels big, but looking at the CRM in the trailers that they have and like even what they show they in vast, World Beyond they? is just like. Like compared to like the prison, it it's it's like two completely different worlds. Like literally, it's like two different. You know, it's crazy. And it, and I mean, surely that didn't exist from the start of the apocalypse. Like I'm sure it's taken that long to get there. Even like like Dead City though. I did you ever watch Dead City? Mm-mm. I know you saw clips of it. Dead City felt very dystopian. Like it it almost fe- it feels less like the beginning of The Walking Dead did, where it was just like people were gone and it was just like. like the world was just kind of dead and empty and there was nothing going on. Like it was just like, there were people still obviously, but like, like Morgan and Dwayne living in, living in the random house. Like, like it it was, there was no organization to anything. Dead city makes it feel like there's still like, there's some organization coming back to the world. Like there are different settlements and communities and people like, like banding to, you know what I mean? Banding together. And it's just, it feels a little bit different than Mm -hmm. it feels we've definitely it's it's a different era like i'll say that and it's not bad like i don't say that in a bad way it's just it feels like a different era than what the beginning of the show felt like you know which makes sense because at some point people would try to rebuild society they would try to rebuild humanity like you have to you know what i mean well it's kind of it's kind of like it's kind of like what i i kind of expected what it would be like if the zombie apocalypse affected the southern states if that makes sense because i mean they were in the southern states and yeah. uh in the walking dead so like you know the environments they're in kind of it, it it makes sense how they and how they were survivor the places that they would be in the place people that they met like it doesn't surprise me so which is why i enjoyed like the fear of the walking dead because it gave like a west coast uh perspective I, of what dude. the walking dead did 
I so. love that about Fear the Walking Dead. I mm-hmm. listen. I would put the first season of Fear the Walking Dead up, up, up just about up against any season of The Walking Dead. Like, it's it's really good. Now, after the first season, I kind of lost interest. I'm gonna be real; it didn't feel the same. But that first, those first like six episodes oh, well. of Fear the Walking Dead are great. I mm. will re like every summer. I rewatch them just because it feels <clears throat> like that good West Coast. Like it's just a good horror story. And the whole idea of the concept of Nick being an addict and going through withdrawal because he can't get his fix. Like, it's so good, man. It's awesome. I know. Um, I hate. I won't spoil my dream. It's good, man. Uh, Raymond said, I've seen one episode of Dead City and Daryl Dixon. They showed them on the last uh, on the last drive. Yeah, I I haven't seen Daryl Dixon yet. I keep meaning to watch it, and I just haven't yet. I'll I'll probably end up getting to that after. Um, Daryl Dixon uh, becomes John Wick. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, I'll probably get to that after, um, after I finish the ones who live or maybe I'll watch it with it. We'll see. I don't know. I keep saying I need to find more time in my week to watch stuff. And then I don't, <laughs> I, 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 I hit that teacher life and that dad life. And I'm just like, I'm ready to go to bed at 10 PM. Like, you know, yeah. uh, real quick. Austin said, uh, thoughts on the Texas chainsaw massacre franchise. I just watched part three in the next generation for the first time. And oof, they're not good. Uh, yeah. Don't worry, buddy. You're, you're in my boat. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's not good. I, I don't who was understand. I to? We were talking to someone who was like a big fan of it, but it was hard for me to like, it was hard for me to like, justify like wanting to watch the whole franchise like on the show yeah i feel like no or just like, like it was people like in, who we talked like to in person like it's scary yeah. or something i don't something know something like that I, I if we're being honest i would need to go back and watch the other sequels because i don't even they're pretty rough it's like a fever dream for me like i like because yeah. i remember thinking like how how the mighty have fallen like how like how did we mm. get here and i know they're like like there are huge fans of of tcm part two like i know that and there are huge fans mm. of the next generation but like it's just like how did every time i watch it i find myself like how did we go from one of the most revered loved horror films of all time like something that people like again like the shining that people still study and name as like one of their biggest influences and then you have the next generation where it's like part of a government thing and it's like he's he's like a like it, 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 it's like a I don't, against the town kind of like, thing it's, and just, like... it's so strange and that's why people people hate i'm actually this is this is a video I want to do in the next like couple weeks. People hate on Texas Chainsaw 3D. I think Texas Chainsaw 3D is actually like in my top three of the franchise. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. And I know that <laughs> seems wild. Like my top three would probably be the original, the 2003 remake, which I'm not even gonna front. I-, I think it's the best of the franchise. I think yes, I would put the 2003 remake over the original. Sorry unsub if you want but it's it's how i feel um and and my third would probably be texas chainsaw 3d because yes there are some stupid moments in texas chainsaw 3d when when she looks at him and says do your thing because i'm like 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 i roll my eyes too i know i know it does and like the entire concept of her being his long lost cousin is stupid but like i look at that film and i'm like that's like 
those that those like of, that film is the Halloween kills of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise. Yeah, those types of like storylines that you you know like the long lost cousin things. Those are like how can I put it? Like darts on a dartboard subjects, if that makes sense. But it was still kind of well told. Like it wasn't, it wasn't entirely as stupid as people made it out to be. Like well, it's still, it's just, like it's just it one of those like things. Was like, um, and I was like, okay, long lost cousin. That's kind of like, that's kind of what it gives me. Like to me, it's not that hard to justify it. You know what I mean? Like, I, like he he obviously needed people to take care of him. Like mm-hmm. he's like a he's not all there. B he's only ever had people take care of him. You know what I mean? Yes, he's mm-hmm. a, like he's an adult and stuff, but like I mean he's you know he's got issues and and when the family dies, which first of all that's a good flashback sequence too. People hate on that. And I'm like, dude, that flat, like they recreated the house. They recreated the street. They like, there was so many good things about that. And it's not crazy to me to think that like, he still had a family member that was taking care of him. And, you know, like this cousin that was, the, the baby was taken after the family died. And, the baby was taken. The, the baby. And, of course, she goes to collect after this family member dies. She goes to in, see this house she's inherited and things like that. And he's there. And it's like even the ending, like when she kind of like becomes his caretaker, like I'm kind of like. And then like it goes like, into the fucking hidden fucking kitchen closet. Yeah, when she goes and gets his food. Well, she goes to like another thing that I always thought was kind of weird, like. Even, like, even if you really, like, yes, he saved her, and yes. But didn't she, didn't he, like, kill, like, most of her friends? He killed most of her friends. But he did end up saving her, and she did end up realizing, okay, like, he is my family, and he realized, okay, she's my family. But, like, it's funny, because they they do walk back to the house together, which I think is funny. Like, he just tried, you spent the entire movie, him trying to kill her, and then, like, they're just walking back to the house, like, like he's slightly in front of her or whatever, and, like... Yeah, that's some, like, that's some, like, Dom Toretto, like, fucking <laughs> end-of-the-movie uh, barbecue thing, like, family yeah. is family. And she goes, she goes to clean his wound, that's the thing. She goes to, like, wipe the blood off, like, and, and first of all, he's wearing the skin mask, so it's like, what are you wiping? Like, mm-hmm. bro, bro is literally wearing a person's face, and well, she probably goes to, like, your friend's dab face it too, with a cloth... That. Yeah, she goes to dab it with a cloth, and he, like, swipes her hand away and then goes downstairs, and it, she, she, it shows him, like, like she brings him food, and he eats it, and then she gets the food, and he slams the thing or whatever, like, and you hear the the family member, and she's like, now it's your turn, blah, 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 and it's just like, I don't know, whatever. It's, it's, it's not great, but compared to the next generation and compared to the other sequels in the franchise... I mean, it's tell me the one with Matthew McConaughey bad. just isn't. It doesn't. It doesn't tickle your giblets. It does not tickle my. It doesn't tickle anything. It's it. it nah, it's nah. But I do listen. I know people will hate on me for saying the 2003 remake is better. It's better. Like I, I just I don't know what to tell you. It is. It's it. That movie is absolutely great. To quote Friday the Thirteenth Part Nine, it's stupendous. Stupendous. Its tits are stupendous. It's great. So, Raymond said, "Are you guys interested in Abigail? It's one of my most anticipated, and I'm work an- anticipated. That's what I was trying to say. Uh, and I'm working on going to see it in the theater. Yeah, I would like to see it. Um, we did a actually did a trailer reaction for that one, um, and it looks it looks fun. Like it looks pretty pretty cool. 
Oh yeah, so the vampire I'm, vampire da- ballerina. To me, yeah, yeah, the vampire girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look yeah, unique. I, I, you know I what actually, I mean? it, it seemed it looked. Um, it looked like a good old time. I'll be honest, and it's by no means going to be a fucking what's it called? It's not going to be a. Um, it's not going to be a case study, you know. By any means, <laughs> it's not. No, but it's gonna be a grand old time to watch. It looks you know? like black phone level good, like you know, mm-hmm. like and like you know, like the black phone. I like. I don't. I have good memories of. Like I enjoyed watching it. It was good. I would re. I would watch it again. But it mm-hmm. also wasn't like the greatest horror film I've ever seen either. You know, it was just. It. It's just. It's good. You know, it's good. Um. So Miguel. What yes. do you what do you want to do? Do you want to you want to talk some movie news, some MCU stuff? Do you want to do a trailer breakdown? What what do you how do you want to how do you want to how do you want to do this? What what's going to take um, your what's going to take uh, your Let's favorite? do MCU news because that's that's uh that was first Fair. on my mind. Fair. I think I was I was reading some articles prior. Fair. 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 So... Fair. Because I know there's plenty of people out here that are still uh questionable on the news that we're about to bring up yeah 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 yeah. all right so i i found this article on comicbook.com that kind of summed up a lot of thoughts that i that i have and touched on a lot of things so i was like we'll just we'll read through the article and we'll we'll, we'll give our thoughts on it um you know i there's there's been a lot of, of mcu stuff lately and and there's been a lot of talk you know we've oh, oh man wow that's what I get for not drinking a soda in three months. Um, <laughs> um, anyways, um, so we, it, it's no secret, like, I don't, I, even as a big Marvel fan, we've always prided ourselves on being big Marvel people, and I, and I am a big Marvel fan. I love the Marvel IPs. I love the Marvel characters. Um, I, I love the MCU. But it's no secret that over the last two or three years, it's felt kind of lackluster. It it hasn't mm-hmm. it as we said a minute ago, it hasn't tickled my pickle. It just hasn't, you know. Um, there are things that I've liked. I loved season one of Loki. I haven't watched season two yet, Miguel. Don't shoot me in the foot. I know. Um, like I like there. I and I'm not fully caught up on things either. Um, but you know, I look back at stuff like She Hulk, and I'm like. And you know, uh, okay. I used to, I used to think like, and I tried, and I hate the fact that I now think about like how. It's not the fact that I try to justify it. I just try to justify the means of She-Hulk because I knew that She-Hulk wasn't going to be like anything that I didn't expect it to be, like pushing the narrative, right? But it just, and not to sound like a bro. Marvel fan, but it just felt like it just (laughs) felt like such a slap in the face of the storytelling that it was trying to push. Here's what was more of a slap: like it wasn't the fact that they tried to do a comedy show. That wasn't the issue for me. I didn't mind that in the slightest. What got me is like some of the weird creative things that we just decided. Like, like I don't. I'm not. I, I am one thing. I am critical of of. Marvel is their treatment of the Hulk. I, I am a big Hulk fan. I always have been a big Hulk fan. Hulk was my favorite as a kid. Like, 
mm-hmm. even more than Spider-Man. I think the Hulk was like my like I was a <clears throat> Hulk fan as a kid, mm-hmm. and um and, and I don't think they've given the Hulk the justice that he deserves in the MCU. I really well don't. they made they've made and I think you'll agree if I say this they made the Hulk the punchline to almost every joke. I know. In and the MCU. It already felt kind of, like I was already getting, I didn't really feel it until like, honestly in the first, in the first Avengers movie, it was great. I was like, this mm-hmm. is okay. I'm, I'm here for this. I like it. Mm-hmm. In Avengers age of Ultron. I was like, I, I like it. Cool. I'm here for it. Like it looks, it looks pretty, pretty dope. I like it. I'm here for it. Um, because he actually had a pretty dark, story arc in Avengers Age of Ultron. Like it was pretty it was pretty wild and I was like, "Okay, I'm I'm here for Dark Hulk. I like it." Mm-hmm. But then like like Professor Hulk was fun in Endgame because it was different and like it worked for the story they were trying to tell. But I feel like even in the final battle in Avengers Endgame, I just felt like the Hulk was just kind of there and I was like, "Okay, in a battle like that, the Hulk would be one of your biggest assets. Like that would like mm-hmm. I wanted a rematch between the Hulk and Thanos. I really yeah. did. And we yeah. didn't get that. Yeah. And then in She Hulk, it was more like you just said, it was like we were just using the Hulk as like a joke. Like like mm-hmm. like the only time she showed up were when like it needed a laugh. Like we needed a good laugh. And I was just like what? And like they kinda like, it just it and felt I, so strange. And I hated the fact that like and again, I don't know She-Hulk's comic book story. I don't. I'm gonna be honest, but it just felt like they kind of threw away like a lot of Banner's story, and and like I guess like shoved it under the rug, so to speak. Because yeah, I don't know. It was almost as if like you. How can I put this? We, for us as the moviegoers, watched. The, the Hulk with the uh, with the uh, Eric Banner's uh, uh, interpretations. You saw how tragic and dark that was, mm-hmm. and you saw uh, the Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton, and you saw how you know sh- how much struggle he went through and how brutal it was, and then you see how Mark Ruffalo struggled to uh, deal with his uh, Hulk throughout uh the infinity saga and then it all comes down to like you know she hulk getting it and you have fucking bruce banner just like hey let me show you how to be a hulk what it is to be a hulk and it's kind of like pushed to the side it's like it's not that hard blah blah blah, blah. i'm gonna go do my thing now I didn't and even, it I was didn't just mine you finish. I'm sorry. I'm just. Well, it was just it, for me. For me personally, it just felt like that. I was like, it was just it. It didn't really. The Hulk just didn't. The Hulk just kind of like, never seemed as serious of a storyline to me, or like it felt like the story was going somewhere. All the way up until, um, I would say Infinity War, and then it pretty much just became the punchline yeah. to a joke unfortunately yeah. yeah and like i said i like i i 100% thought professor hulk was awesome like as soon as i saw it <clears> in the <throat> game like i laughed i was like this is awesome like this is really cool but then like it felt like kind of a letdown in the final battle like i could you 
Could you imagine if, like, I, I'm thinking about the the big Endgame battle at the end, like the Avengers Endgame, Cap catches Mjolnir, like all of that, like beautiful, mm-hmm. incredible, great, huge, wonderful, great, wonderful. I've I'm 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 I know battles and it's the best battle. It it's it's great. Anyways, um, like I'm I'm thinking, you know, you saw the concept art of like in Infinity War, like the Hulk breaking out of the Hulkbuster armor and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, could you imagine? Because the whole point of Professor Hulk is Bruce was like, hey, we worked it out. Like Bruce and Hulk worked out their 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 shit and like, like okay, we're we're together now. Like like we're we're in this together. Could you imagine if in that moment during the epic music when everybody was just going crazy or even during the final battle battle itself, if Bruce would have like relinquished, like knowing that this is the biggest battle of the universe and like this is like a like they beat Thanos or everything is over. Could uh-huh. you imagine if Bruce would have like resurrendered? to like savage hulk and let savage hulk do his thing in that battle i li- like my heart would have been on the floor like that would have been at like absolutely amazing because then you still like you can still have hulk snap you can still have all of that happen the way it did but at that last moment knowing that like this is their final stand they have to do this bruce re- like like let's savage hulk do his thing and then you can tie back into like that was a sacrifice. Another way that Bruce Banner is tragic, like he had to make that sacrifice. He finally had like the balance between the two, mm-hmm. and he had to sacrifice that in order to beat Thanos. And then you can go to the point back where okay, like now Savage Hulk is back. Like you can keep telling those kind of tragic stories, you know. Um, and, and like I didn't mind the whole him teaching her how to be a Hulk thing. That that wasn't really what bothered me quite as much as like. It was just like even him having a son at the end. Like it was just like, I, like there were a few moments I was like, "What? Like really?" Even Emil Bolonsky. Like I understand him having the support group. Like, I really like. I didn't really like Emil's story. I didn't really either. But like, like I, I, I watched I could a snippet of that. like, I watched a snippet of it, of like the whole big reveal at the end of She Hulk, and I was just like, "Jesus fucking Christ!" We really yeah. just went for making a statement at this point more yeah. than just telling the story. I mean, the Hulk and the abomination is one of the, like it's classic hero yeah. villain MC like Marvel, like, like they are two of the classics. Like it's like Spider-Man and Venom. Like mm-hmm. they're just a, like, they just go together and mm-hmm. seeing it just kind of made into a joke was very, very strange. It was a really, really yeah. weird series. It really yeah. was. And um, like the, and to have the rematch between uh, the Hulk and Abomination and it just be a script that needed to be changed by She-Hulk. Yeah, yeah, had, yeah. Yeah, had me, uh, had me on the floor. But um, <laughs> yeah, you, you talk, you talking about, and I hate the fact that we have to mention She-Hulk, but it's just, it's just one of those. It the, the She-Hulk series was just one of those series where it's like. It was, it wasn't bad, but it was like compared to everything else, it was not. It wasn't great good. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't good by any stretch of the means. And did it help anything? No, not really. Yeah, and and I think think that's that's where 
that's oh, sorry, what it comes. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. That's what it comes down to is what you just said. Does it help anything? Like mm. you can you can have standalone like Moon Knight. Moon Knight was a good standalone story. I didn't I love it. Like it wasn't like the greatest thing ever, but I enjoyed it. It was decent. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. a good it felt like it fit in the universe. It was its own standalone story. I get it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying like I like the idea of having standalone stories within the universe, but it just it didn't feel like it was connected to anything and i think there's been a lack of there's been a lack of like connectivity between everything even doctor strange in the multiverse of madness that again i had a little bit of halloween kill syndrome with that i thought doctor strange in the multiverse of madness was going to be like top five mcu movies for me and Mm -hmm. i walked out of it just kind of like what the like what the hell like did i like that did i not like that was it good was it straight like i just felt weird inside after watching mm-hmm. like I didn't know what to think and I felt the same way about Eternals and Hawkeye like no, Hawkeye was good I enjoyed Eternals, Hawkeye I, I enjoyed just... Loki it just it's felt the, the lack of connective tissue has started mm-hmm. to kind of weigh I think and and it's felt very different post Endgame yeah it really has. well I mean it's not everything's supposed to be different after after the Infinity Saga, you know? Like, that's right. the end of one saga, here comes a new. But I think the building blocks that they were trying to establish were not strong by any stretch of the means. No. And what I mean by not strong, I mean civically just not strong and legally not strong. So, yeah, you just, you know, like, it seemed like the building blocks were just not uh, gathering. They were not yeah, working well yeah. for the right. MCU or Disney for that matter. So with the article that you have brought up, the term retooling, it sounds like it sounds like it's it's a it's a proper proper phrase, I would yeah, say. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think of Christmas vacation, uh the boss retooling. I'll retool you. <laughs> Uh, so found this on comicbook.com wanted to talk about it the Marvel Cinematic Universe is being creatively retooled hello kind lady remember that nice remember that you. meeting that they had like yeah. after the Infinity Saga yeah like where they said retreat. they plan they plan the next like decade or whatever of, of content bro um, so imagine having to I... do another retreat for that you know they probably had like they were off on the beach enjoying Mai Tais <laughs> celebrating the win off the Infinity Saga yeah, right. this one was probably at a Hilton with <laughs> four jugs of like black coffee and yeah. just a whiteboard and saying, we're going back to the basics. What yeah, the fuck? Yeah, yeah. But they didn't go back to basics. That's the thing. They... Well, I mean like after like, I'm sure after like the retooling thing, like they're oh, trying to I understand. things out. I understand. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Uh, so the landscape of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is undergoing a makeover at the moment with insiders calling it a retooling and not a reboot. Marvel Studios was riding high off the success of Avengers Endgame, which wrapped up the studio's Infinity Saga and bid farewell to Star uh, Wars like Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, and Scarlett Johansson. Marvel started focusing on developing original content for Disney+, Plus, as well as introducing new heroes and franchises which always haven't resonated with fans. Uh, after dismissal perform uh, dismal sorry dismal performances by last year's Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania and Jonathan Major's legal issues that's a whole other 
problem in and of itself that we're going to talk about in just a minute. Uh, the MCU appeared to suffer from superhero fatigue. However, a renowned focus, a renewed focus, excuse me, on quality over qu- content helps to keep the MCU from hitting the reboot panic button. The Hollywood Reporter released an article focusing on how Marvel is quietly rebooting its future catalog. Uh, retooling, sorry. They discussed some of Marvel's recent misses, including Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, and Secret Invasion. See, that was another one, Secret Invasion. I was just like, I, I didn't... I I didn't really love it. It what like yeah. it didn't it wasn't bad, but it didn't like it didn't blow me away either. Like I was like and I thought with the fact that it was Samuel L. Jackson too that I would like that I would think it was good. Mm-hmm. I just didn't love it. I I didn't think it was that great. I'm gonna be real. I really didn't. Uh, real quick, good real hunting. What's up, Brett? Or Brad, whichever one of you that is. Uh, hey, everyone, just got out of a uh, WTF. Did I just watch a movie seen in a while? <laughs> What'd you go see, man? Curious. Um, I was like, is uh, that a podcast? Cool. Yeah. Uh, moves and decisions made behind the scenes look to rectify some of those these duds, but also point out how February has delivered good vibes in the form of Deadpool and Wolverine trip. Of the Deadpool and Wolverine trailer that dropped during the Super Bowl, the first trailer for X Men '97, and a continuation of the popular X Men the Animated Series, and the announcement of the cast of the Fantastic Four. Now, I will say, all of what it just said, I, I'm, I'm like on board with like everything. Mm-hmm. The Deadpool trailer looks fantastic. We're gonna break that down in just a few minutes. The X Men '97 trailer blew me away that looks fantastic we're also going to talk about that in just a minute um and we got the fantastic four announcement which again we're also about to talk about in just a few minutes um also brett said drive away dolls yeah that looked strange i saw a trailer for that and i was like that looks like a weird one <laughs> so um yeah you'll have to you'll have to fill me in later man that it looks like a strange one is, it, is that um, the one about where like these two girls find a suitcase yeah 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 i'm not gonna lie it looked kind of fun it's fun, but it just it was. It looked like it looked like a burn after reading kind of movie. Yeah, to me. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so Marvel's making changes behind the scenes to clean up the MCU. Things are looking up for the MCU. I would agree. Marvel Studios boss Kevin Feige has brought in several figures to help clean up the scripts for upcoming projects, and reshoots for a Disney Plus series are getting rave reviews. The Hollywood Reporter reports Marvel completed reshoots on Agatha Darkhold Diaries in February. The show is a spinoff of WandaVision starring Katherine Hahn. Marvel typically budgets five days for reshoots, but Agatha Darkhold Diaries, Diaries reportedly finished in one day, meaning the outlook looks positive according to sources. Eric Pearson was also reportedly hired to tidy up the script for fans. Fantastic Four, with shooting scheduled in London this summer. Bear showrunner Joanna Callow is reported on working the script for Thunderbolts when filming scheduled in March in Atlanta. As far as Jonathan Major's Kang the Conqueror, there are reports Marvel is looking to minimize the character's importance moving forward, especially after the bad reviews of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Avengers 5 was originally titled Avengers the Kang Dynasty, but that title will reportedly be changed. The focus in uh, the focus is internal this year, as an insider said about Marvel change about the Marvel changes. Some of our studios lost a little focus, so the step that we've taken is we've reduced volume. Disney CEO Bob Iger said on an earnings call in February, "We've reduced output, particularly at Marvel, in order to ensure the films you're you're making can eat be even better." So while all these changes may look bad on the surface, it demonstrates Marvel Studios is looking to reboot its cinematic universe, but rather clean up some of its rough edges lately, which where the creative retooling phrase comes from now i like a lot of what that just said and i have to admit um got to admit i enjoyed 
I've I enjoyed the Deadpool trailer. I enjoyed the X Men '97 trailer. Um, the Fantastic Four announcement it was looking promising. Although I've got my own questions about that too. Like the stuff that they've announced in the last three weeks all seems pretty legit. Like like okay, we might get on track, and I think they'll get back on their feet. I just think this was a really weird transition time after the Infinity Saga. You know, like I think they had to refine their footing and like re reevaluate what the universe was going like was going to be. You know. Mm-hmm. Because we've heard so much about like like Daredevil Born Again. They have completely stripped Daredevil Born Again of everything that it was supposed to be. Like completely to some stripped degree. it. To some degree, I think. I mean, like, they didn't want Foggy and Karen to be a part of it, and now they are. Like yeah. they've you know, they they threw away the script, they fired the writers. Like it's just there's so much that's happened there. And then you've got the Jonathan Majors thing, um, which is a whole like just I that's a that's a big statement. That, 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 I think it was, Jeff I think Goldblum I think it was smart. That's one big pile of shit. <laughs> I think it was unfortunate that how how can I say the words here? Say words. I think the move. I think the move that Disney made was uh was smart in regards to shifting the importance of King after the, after the events of the court. And, uh, I think that with how things are going to play out with them retooling, it kind of was like a decent move to just kind of like side step into another, uh, another possible project, which, you know, in my head, they should had already have one, in their back pocket you know what i mean like i feel like they're not like right, like right. scrambling like oh god we got to figure something out it's like yeah like if like this disney wouldn't be disney and yeah. kevin wouldn't be kevin if <laughs> kevin wouldn't be kevin that's the one yeah more like he, it. if they if they didn't have like a backup storyline to yeah. shoot out if things didn't like pan out yeah. so i'm sure they already knew uh what was going to have to happen in the mm-hmm. event of a uh, negative ruling, which is what we got. So I like what they said with like retooling. Cause it's not necessarily like a reboot, you know, where right. they're like wiping this like clean. They're just kind of like repositioning where they right. are shifting their, where yeah, yeah, they're yeah. repositioning their focus yeah. and yeah. what needs to be, uh, you know, shown at the, at the given time. I agree. I, I agree. Yeah. And and I think the the big question there is so what are they what are they pivoting to? You know what I mean? And, and uh-huh. this is where we get into um the the Fantastic Four. And that's a that's another article I wanted to pull up really quickly. Um bada bing, bada bing, bada bing, bada bing, bada boom. Also from comicbook.com, this is everything we know about the Fantastic Four so far. Uh meet Marvel's first family, the Fantastic Four. Uh they've confirmed the cast in the 1960s set retro reboot that'll bring the superhero quartet um reed richards susan storm johnny storm and ben grimm into the marvel cinematic universe along with their beloved robot sidekick herbie um 
Fantastic Four is the foundation for everything that we that came after in the comics. There's certainly been versions of it on screen, but never inhabiting the storytelling of the MCU. And that's something that is really exciting for us. Kevin Feige told DW Entertainment Weekly, adding that entertain or Marvel Studios Entertainment Studios. I don't know what I'm saying. Marvel Studios is planning to establish the Fantastic Four as a big pillar of the MCU going forward, just the way that they've been in the comics for fifty or sixty years. Now, I agree with that. That's great. How are we setting this in the 1960s? <laughs> like, how is this going? It, unless they're from a different universe, but I also don't know if I like the idea of like they're from one Earth and then they're gonna be on the like I'd like. No, nah, like, I think it's a time travel like thing. It's the same thing that happened with like probably Chris Chris Evans like getting trapped in ice thing. Like, I'm sure they went to some fucking wormhole, got their powers, and then they popped out, and it's fucking 2025. Really? Yeah, I can see that happening. That's because so they're talking about <laughs> because they're talking about like how Hank Pym was a student of of Mr. Fantastic. If that makes sense. And Have we said that? I mean, there's been there's been uh reports of it of it possibly being like the connection that they wanted for the uh for Hank Pym and the Fantastic Four because I mean obviously they're like two of the smartest people in the known universe of the MCU right now without Tony Stark. Yeah. So you need some level of connection between them. So it would only make sense that uh that uh Hank Pym would have some connection to Reed Richards and that being yeah. Hank Pym was a student of Reed Richard and something went a must and uh they and somehow her... tie it to that yeah they could also if they really wanted to they could tie it to the quantum realm somehow i don't know if they would but they could, they could tie it to that i'm sure you kind of you, you kind of have uh you kind of have leeway to go with it time and works honestly, differently with... in the quantum realm yeah and that's where and that's where time travel plays into fold unless you know we because Again, I don't know the Fantastic Four storyline. I'm not going to lie. I'm going straight off of what I fucking saw with Fox. So, <laughs> so cool I'm assuming line, Solar Storm gives them powers. That's it. Solar Storm. That's it. Yeah. Solar that's Storm all I'm getting. Powers. That's all it is. Yeah. So, that's all I got. I always now, liked that movie. They... I'm going to be real. I thought the Fox Fantastic Four. I did not great. hate it either. Okay. But all I'm saying is, I'm sure they're playing loose on the origin story. That being said, oh, yeah, 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 that's all I got. Now, how they get their powers or how they get fucking lost in the 1960s or something like that, yada yada yada. I don't fucking know. But I'm just throwing some theories out there that could possibly make sense due to the nature of the MCU right now. That's fair. That's so, fair. That's fair. If they uh, want to talk about the multiverse, they can. But in my eyes, I think the multiverse is kind of over. Multiverse storyline is over for now. For now. Yeah. Keyword is for now. So uh, the cast, this was a big one. They announced, they officially announced after months and months and months of speculation, they officially announced the cast for the Fantastic Four, which is a big deal as well. Um, Pedro Pascal threw me for a loop. I'm going to be real. It's, it's taken me a while to be okay with him. 
as Freed. Like the, when they first said it, I was like, "What? Really? Like that's that's so strange. Like that seems like a weird. Like there are like five other people I could have thrown in that role, but let me give you. Let, the more and more I like think about it, I'm like, oh, I okay, I could I could see it. I get it logically like, I, and logically and from a business standpoint, it makes sense. And right. And let me break it down. <clears throat> break one, it down, y'all. One, you need another Robert Downey Jr. You do. You don't have anyone outside of the of, of the movies that is as charismatic and can grab a crowd such as Robert Downey Jr. Obviously, the story of Robert Downey Jr. You won't be able to replicate that, but you, the, the charisma, you could with Mark Ruffalo, but you have okay. Mark Ruffalo hidden behind Professor Hulk. <laughs> Okay, but besides that, Pedro Pascal can carry a crowd, and he's okay. already a cherry pick because he's you know in Disney with The Mandalorian and The Last of Us and all these other films that he's been in. So he also brings in your more neutral and mid fan base that you have. Right. So people that are not like diehard like marvel comic book fans can be like oh well hey i just went to go see the new pedro pascal movie you know instead of hey i just went to go see the fucking fantastic four <laughs> like yeah. you're gonna bring in people still because you got some like pedro pascal in there yeah. and so i think from like a business standpoint it makes sense why they would have hired him. i agree even though from a story point it would have been interesting to have some nobody in there. But I think from a business standpoint, it makes a lot of sense. And I'm not too concerned with his range because we've seen what he can do with being a father figure, being an overprotective father figure, mm. and also right. being, you know, somewhat deranged or somewhat being as a villain. Like, so I think, I think Pedro is definitely a, decent choice or dare i think he was the obvious choice if that makes sense yeah. for yeah. disney to cast yeah i agree so. i i agree i i get it i do um uh vanessa kirby is sue storm i don't i'm not super familiar with her she looks the part like even i like at her. her picture right here I'm i've like, seen her i've seen her in, i've had yeah. seen her in a couple of films she was in mission impossible she was also in uh hobbs and shaw i i remember i liked her in hobbs and shaw i remember i remember that she's 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 a good actress i think she'll do a good sue storm yeah she looks the part i was super excited about joseph quinn as as john you know what's funny i was like joseph quinn I know, and I don't know why. Everybody you know loved him. Everybody was like, you know he's the what? greatest thing since sliced bread after Stranger Things. And then they announced him as Johnny, and everybody was like, Ugh. And everybody got pissed. And you know what? <laughs> like, what? Oh, I don't fucking care. Joseph Quinn's manager is probably rolling in fucking dough right now. Because oh, yeah. he's gotten parts left and right since yeah, Stranger yeah. Things. But I feel so. like he, I could see him doing a good Johnny. Like, I really could. Yeah. He acts like... like I think it's because they saw him as, like, the fucking... You know, hell, hell. What 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 was the group's name? Hellfire, the Hellfire Club. The Hellfire Club nerd Hellf- kind of thing. Not so flyer, not Hellfire, so, Hellfire. <laughs> so like, 
Hellfire. They fucking they fucking act but as no, if like they no. can't like give this boy trend and fucking roids and make him look the fucking part. <laughs> give him like <laughs> you seen what they did to fucking but he uh, doesn't Adam need Warlock, roids. He so. doesn't necessarily well, need all I'm roids. saying all yeah, I'm saying is that yeah. like don't act like don't act like they can't change a, a character to look the part. They certainly can. Bro, they straight up Adam Warlock should have been like jacked. And Adam Warlock was like, oh, I'm a real boy. <laughs> yeah, like, but I'm talking about the character. I'm talking about the actor. Like, the actor that played Adam Warlock was the kid who got his balls bit by a spider and were the Millers. And he turned into a fucking heartthrob within, like, fucking months of the film's casting. So that's that's it fair. can be done. I guarantee yeah. you, the second filming starts, he's not gonna look like that picture. I probably guarantee not. it. Probably not. So You're probably right. I don't. Yeah, I don't know why people were hating that. Yeah, and then you've got. This, I, I, how I'm do you, not. How do you say? I I enjoyed this. I don't. Even Moss. I like. I, that's that's Yvonne a good Mosk, choice. Even Moss. Yeah. I don't really know. I don't really know. You need to. You need to watch the bear, dude. The bear, or the fucking Punisher, like. He, I've watched he, the Punisher. Who play is he ben. in the Punisher? Huh? Who is he in the Punisher? I've I don't remember. Punisher. He was, I don't remember exactly what his name was, but I remember he was in the Punisher. But everybody, pretty much from mainstream media, they recognize him from the Bear, and I thoroughly enjoy it. I think he can play a good uh, Grim. I think he can play Ben Grimm pretty well. He looks. I mean, he looks like he could. I mean, he really mm-hmm. does. Again, like it's not his face isn't like. Never mind the fucking body at this point because he's going to be CGI fest. But voice wise, he's 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 going to match the personality. I'd say that's fair. I, I I'm a it. little I'm, concerned I'm... with the CGI of him because the CGI suits on everybody so far yeah. have been pretty trash. Yeah, Michael Chiklis's like actual prosthetics have been the best. Yeah, hundred percent. Which seems crazy to say, but it's true. It's well, it's just it's just the fact that like it's just the fact that like since since Professor Hulk, the CGI suit uh uh characters had just they just really haven't hit because even even Emil's Blonsky's abomination like at the end of She Hulk was pretty fucking awful, yeah. And again, She Hulk wasn't that great. Um. Who else am I thinking of? Oh, um, if you don't want to get spoiled in Marvels, um, they have Beast at the end post-credit scene. So you have your X-Men introduction. Wait, what? Um, I'm so sorry. Are you didn't know. really? Yep. No way. I didn't yeah, see the Marvels yeah. yet. Sorry. I didn't think you would be surprised. Are you serious? Yeah. they have. They, what did he look like? Beast. It doesn't look that great. It's just it's just a CGI, you know, beast. And you know how we're used to uh, the prosthetics that we got in X2 United and uh, Last Stand? I, I just typed it into Google and I came across a tweet that says the Marvel somehow has a beast that looks worse than the one from 2005 and X-Men The Last Stand. <laughs> I like I liked it. You know, it does. I wasn't, look weird. I wasn't mad with it. And if I'm not mistaken, give me a goddamn second. You're sick of me 
what? He said, give me a damn second. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm talking here. Let me find. You No, on. I know who you're talking about. You're talking Hold about, uh, you're talking about Kelsey Grammer, on. dude. Like, yeah. Kelsey Grammer, like, he yeah. did a pretty good job as the beast. Okay? Like, that I don't care beast. what people. And that beast was pretty dope. I'm going to be real. That was yeah. a good looking beast. That was really that was the was. time of of like decent prosthetics because yeah. again you had the thing, and with the previous uh, Fantastic Four family, it's not. It wasn't terrible. I actually enjoyed it. Halle Berry back there is Storm, dude. Yeah. we didn't. X Men the last stand hated it. We we didn't appreciate the last stand. We really yeah. didn't. That movie rules. Yeah. It really does. I haven't watched it in a long time. Well, here, here, pull up, pull up, pull up the uh Pull it up. Marvel's, Let's watch it uh, right now. <laughs> no, pull up the uh Marvel's uh Beast and tell me what you think. I saw it. I saw it. It's oh, okay. it, it's interesting. I it, it I don't like it as much as it looks super well, CGI. Yeah, it's like, like it's going to be a whole super CGI. It's going to be a CGI fest with uh with Ben Grimm. So like just don't be surprised with that. I'm being honest with you, it looks like the Hulk but blue. Huh? It looks like the Hulk but blue. Pretty much. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what, that, what I was trying to say. Like even the facial structure and stuff, it literally looks like the Hulk if you gave him fur and turned it blue. That's that's literally what I was thinking. It's like you literally have well, here that's what I was gonna think of, um, the the buff guy from Infinity War of the uh, the the they're part of that group with Thanos. You know what I'm talking about? Of what do you mean? Of like Thanos is like gang? Like peeps? yeah, of gang. Like the the um, the big the big buff name. guy. The, okay, uh, but him, him, Hulk, something. I don't remember. Hulk and. Uh, uh, Abomination and Beast—they're all just fucking CGI characters that they just changed the color, yeah, and added or took away fur. <laughs> yeah, they just—they just changed a couple of like bodily features, and that was it. Pretty much, there's <laughs> no like—it's the same CGI model. Yeah, there's no distinct features of of these characters, and I don't like that. I don't either. That and that's sense. where. Because that's where that's a whole other issue with Marvel is the CGI thing and like the like yeah. people have complained that the CGI has kind of like been lackluster in the last three years yeah. or so. And they're trying to and they're trying to tell me so what you're trying to tell me is that like the beast is supposed to be the same size of the Hulk. Get the fuck out of my face. All respect to <laughs> no. the beast. But no. Kelsey Grammer is not kicking the Hulk's ass. No. Okay. There's no like way. there's no way in But in Beast God's is just earth. Beast like the Beast, beast is, is just, just a he's beast. He's just a person. He's just a person. He just, I mean, like, yes, he is beast and he's like buff he is a and blue he's wolf hairy man. and basically, yes, that's about, that's literally all he is. That's With all due respect. really smart way to put to it. To the character. He's just himself. a wolf man. Yeah. Yes. I agree. And the same thing with the thing. Okay. Like Ben Grimm, all respect to Ben. He can, he can go toe to toe with the Hulk, but he's not the same size as the no, Hulk. No. That was the whole point of. The big yeah. showdown is that like you have these difference, but they're big heavy hitters. Yeah. But it's well known that the thing can't take the Hulk. Yeah. So, I just hope they don't. It's make... like it's like Godzilla and Kong. Like the like Kong can put up a fight. Like the thing can put up a fight, 
But at the end of the day, like you just you can't you can't beat Godzilla. Yeah. Like you yeah. can't beat the Hulk. You ju- it's just like physically it's impossible. You can't. Yeah. But if you if you if you show the 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 fan or if if you show the artwork of the casting choice that they did, it looks like Ben is going to be of not of not of respectful height or size, but is going to be comically like, you know, logical. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like he's he's going to be within certain stature, you know. He's not right. gonna be fucking huge. Yeah. So yeah. I yeah, I, I agree. Um, so the only other Fantastic Four news, the only other tidbit here, other than the casting and kind of just discussing, well, there's there's two more things I want to touch on. So it was also switched with the Thunderbolts. Um, I think there's been some changes with the Thunderbolts too. I'm not a, I'm not going to speak on what those changes are <coughs> because I'm not 100 percent sure. But the Thunderbolts was originally slated for July 25th of next year. It switched with Fantastic Four, so now Fantastic Four opens on July 25th, 2025. The Thunderbolts opens on May 2nd of 2025. So that's they've switched. The only other big question with Fantastic Four is, and and I want your thoughts on this, and peeps in the chat, let us know your thoughts. Uh, And if you're watching after the fact, let us know your thoughts as well. Who should the main villain be? Because there have been quite a few rumor mill reports, and I know you can only take those with a grain of salt, I know. But there have been quite a few rumor mill reports that Galactus is going to be a part of this. And I'm just like, let's, unless you're going to make Galactus the new big bad since Jonathan Major's Kang is out of the picture, like, Galactus is a big deal. Like a really big deal. And if you're doing Secret Wars, which as far as anybody knows, that's still the plan, doesn't Doom make a little bit more sense? Or should we do a different? Should we do a different Fantastic Four villain? Should we do it? You know, should we do our own thing? Like, you know, you know, instead of instead of hitting Galactus or Doctor Doom, like, like I'm not saying Doctor Doom can't be in it. Like, I think, I think it makes sense for Victor Von Doom to be in it. I, I think it would be a little strange if we didn't mention Victor Von Doom at all because he's such an integral part of the Fantastic Four's story. But I like like who do you, who do you think the villain should be in Fantastic Four? Do you do we go Galactus? Do we go Doom? Or do we go uh, a smaller, not smaller, less yeah, I, one of the less mainstream villains? What do you, mm. what do you think? I don't know. I don't think if I had a like if I had a guess in regards to like how this might play out, I could see the entirety of this film taking place in like 1960s mm-hmm. up to a sequel and then something happening. So it'd be foolish for it to be Galactus. I agree. Because one, you know, it'd be dumb for them to be trying to take on Galactus in 1960s and it never be mentioned in the fucking yeah. Yeah. years later. Yeah, but, like that would be too big of a thing to just like like just skip over that for the re- you yeah, know what I mean like yeah. people would you know that'd be a huge deal and uh, for Doom to be a possible villain I mean I don't know I could see Doom being more of a Loki character if I'm being completely honest but not like not like in the way that how he how a story ends in Loki but I think that he could be like a a recurring character that'd be very important to the fantastic fours uh continual growth 
uh, moving forward in MCU. So I don't, I wouldn't want him to be just a one-off character either. So, and I'm, I'm confident in the MCU's uh, capability of generating a decent supervillain. I know, even though, oh yeah, yeah, they did a pretty rough job on uh, on Marvels, but. I think that moving forward, I think they could, you know, they could they could pull a villain out from uh, from their hat and do a decent story. But I agree. If I were to say either Galactus or Doom, I would say it'd probably be Doom. I, I would which agree. I think there I is think... talk of someone someone wanting to be wanting to play Doom too, and I forgot who it was. Yeah, there's been a few people that have that have, you know. No, but here's play, one that I know you probably would have liked. Killian. No, it wasn't Killian. I'd be down for Killian Murphy. Uh, Raymond said, I think they should go Galactus with Dr. Doom on the side. I actually, I disagree with that. I, I think, I think leave Galactus alone. I don't think we need to touch Galactus yet. I think that can be the next saga, whatever it comes after uh, Secret Wars. Like, then we can touch on Galactus. Because Galactus is also a pretty big X-Men villain, too. So, like... That I think that makes sense after the X-Men are a very established part. Like, I know we've teased Beast, and we know Wolverine is going to be back now, but, like, like I wait till the X-Men are a big thing first before we bring in Galactus. I think it makes sense to, if you're going to make Doom your big bad for Secret Wars, go with a relatively less mainstream villain for the first Fantastic Four film. Make Doom a character. Doom can be there. Like, he can be there. He can be a problem but I don't think Doom needs to be the central focus of Fantastic Four. I think Doom needs to be. Doesn't I think we Doom need to get the slowly... powers the same time as. Uh... He does. He does. He does. But I think Doom needs to slowly be built up throughout. Like we need to slowly realize that he's becoming more and more of a threat. I think that's. I think that's the the, the good play storytelling wise for yeah. for the MCU. But what were you gonna say? Who who's the who's the person you were talking about playing Doom? Uh Ben Mendelssohn uh said he'd like to Oh that yeah I could see that too. Yeah there's been yeah. a few different actors thrown around for Doom. Like there were with Reed and Sue and all the other characters as well. But mm. um but yeah man I'm I'm stoked to see where Fantastic Four goes. And and I do think, you know, to to wrap up the the Marvel to well kind of wrap up the the new Marvel news talk other than the Deadpool and X-Men stuff. Um I, I think Marvel will come back. I think it'll get back on its feet. I just think I think it's gone through a weird phase of trying to refigure itself out and relearn itself, you know. Um but I, I think Fantastic Four is gonna be a big part of a big part of its resurgence. You know what I mean? So I'm mm-hmm. excited. Uh real quick, before we get into some some movie trailer madness can I can I go pee? <laughs> you got the chat for a minute. <laughs> um, can, yeah, sure. I've I've skipped a couple of messages, so if you want to go back through the chat and uh, you can you can highlight them now, right? Because you have access to that. Let me see. Right. You should just it, it hover hovers over it and you, it says show. If you want to if you want to throw them up there. Let me see. Did I just click on it? Oh, yep. cool. Boom! You just clicked on it. There you go. All right, I'll be back in. I'll I just gotta pee. Uh, okay, you're all good. Uh, okay, let's see. Um, 
Raymond, what do you guys say? Do you think people are worn thin on superhero movies? It seemed like at peak there was a Marvel or a DC movie every month. Um, well, yeah, I would agree with that. I think that throughout uh, the last two years, I would say, especially during uh, COVID, it was definitely uh, starting to become more of a superhero fatigue thing is what they were talking about it was definitely one of those moments where people were just not getting all that uh fixated on what was going on and i think it's also because it was getting way too saturated so for people who were already fans they were already in the know but it was hard for people to like get into a superhero film because it was so tied in with so many other films so they felt like to watch it you wouldn't get the same experience as someone who had already, you know, put in the work and watched everything else prior. So people wanting to watch just a superhero film, you kind of didn't have that opportunity to enjoy it because you had to watch all the movies prior. And also I think the quality of it was getting down. I certainly hope you washed your hands. Smell. See. He didn't wash his hands, guys. Um, but anyways, I did. I think uh, I think uh, Raymond gave a good uh, question though, and you interrupted me, but it's it's fine. He said, "Do you think people are worn thin on superhero movies? It seemed like at a peak there was a Marvel or DC movie every month." And I think to that, worn. Well, I think to that, mm. I think that the the consumers have definitely got worn out but also the quality that the studios were pushing out were wearing thin too so i think it was a combination of both and one of the things i was saying was it was just a fact of how hard it was kind of a hard uh there was a barrier of entry to get into marvel or superhero movies because of a prerequisite of movies that you had to watch prior so you can make sense of this movie. And you didn't get that before because when it came down to like, you know, say the old X-Men or the old Fantastic Four or the old Raimi Spider-Man, like you just had a trilogy and you could jump into that and watch it and have the entire story and then that be it. I think the idea of the trilogy uh, sagas of these superhero movies is kind of lost nowadays. Yeah. Because with the trilogy sagas that we're getting now, they have to be connected to something and they have to push a narrative. Whereas with Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, and, uh, well, I mean, Fantastic Four didn't get their trilogy, but um, X-Men, like, they got their trilogy and they got their story and and it's finished. But with all these other films with like DC and the MCU um, and even star Wars to some degree, like everything has to be pushing some sort of narrative and it's hard for people to want to, or even try to enjoy what it is that they want to, you know, it's, it's hard for them to, to understand what's going on and enjoy the movie because they're probably behind on like two other movies that they haven't seen. So I think, I, with that I, that, I get that it can push it can push 
uh, superhero movie fatigue. So, I think too. I I think it's. I think people got sick of the same old thing. Like I think I did too. Like mm-hmm. it just felt like we were doing like up until Endgame. Like it felt like we were like it was building. Like it was. The the films had different flavors and different things they were bringing, but like it was still building towards something. <clears throat> it just it kind of felt like after Endgame we were just doing it to do it. And I like I don't want my super like I care too much about the Marvel lore and things like that to just do things to do it. Like don't mm-hmm. just do She Hulk to do She Hulk. Don't just do Loki to do Loki. Like do it because you have a good story to tell. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like it just it felt like we they were trying so hard to build up the universe that we were sacrificing telling a good story for that. And I don't I don't believe in that. I'm not about that, you know. Yeah. yeah I and I hope I hope that the monsterverse isn't about to do the same thing. But that's a story, that's a that's a conversation for another for another episode. Um mm-hmm. let's do some trailer reaction stuff real quick uh, and, and breakdowns a little bit. Um I've been I'm I don't think I know we've had some issues in the past with like being copyright struck like during a stream. I don't I don't think it'll cut the stream because these have been out long enough that like usually usually after they've been out for a little bit, it's okay. I'm probably going to keep the audio really low <laughs> because I don't want to be like hit. Um, I have no idea what you just said. You were muted. I got to, I got to, I got to go pee real quick. So oh, okay. your turn. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'll let That's you set fair. up and then I'll be right back. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so let's do this. Let's do, uh, let's do X-Men 97 first. Yeah. Raven said, be careful. Miguel needs to be careful to go pee. Take it all PB break. Um where let me see. What am I doing? That's what I'm doing. I'm pulling up the X-Men 97 trailer. Boomerama. Let's see. How can I how can I make the Ooh, I like that. Boom. I like it. I like it. I like it. Boom. Cha-ching. I didn't know I could do that from YouTube. That's pretty dope. I'm glad. Um, hopefully. It's really weird. So like I, I don't I don't fully understand what the deal is with like um YouTube and copyright. Like I, I can't figure it out. I we've you so like usually if it if YouTube copy hits you with a copyright claim during a live stream, it just it doesn't like end the stream. It doesn't like cut you off. It just goes black. Like the stream just goes black, and it's got like a single sentence like you know this you know stream interrupted interrupted due to copyright claim or something like that. But um, but yeah, I don't know. But hopefully that won't happen here because these have been out for at least a week each. So um. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll see. Yeah, Raymond said I've been in chats uh, that got shut down watching certain trailers. It's it's really weird. I feel like it's usually Universal or Warner Brothers, and I don't remember which. I don't remember which one it is, but I, I'm pretty sure it's. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Warner Brothers that usually has the issue with with trailer reactions. But um, so Miguel, have you seen the X Men '97 trailer? Yes, I have. You have. I think it looks baller. So let's mm-hmm. just, let's just let's just do it. Let's just see. I, I don't think the stream will get interrupted. I really don't. 
but I guess we're not gonna know until we just do it. So let's just let's, let's watch the thing, and we'll uh, find out. We'll see how we do. We'll find out. We Leave in the comments. See. Let us know if something happens. We shall see. Here we go. X Men '97 trailer. Uh, we've both already seen it. Actually, all of these trailers we're gonna check out. We're gonna obviously spend some more time, basically, really on on Deadpool and on Godzilla versus Kong. But just because I just because we're feeling froggy, let's just watch the '97 trailer because I thought it looked incredible. Mm-hmm. So, first of all, we were lucky. Do you realize how lucky we were? How lucky we were to grow up in a world where we had X-Men 97 and where we were the original X-Men animated series. We had the Spider-Man animated series. We had the Incredible Hulk animated series. Those absolutely slapped. I don't care what anybody says. I really don't. They were great. I was more of a fan of the Spider-Man one and especially the Hulk one because, like I said, I was a big Hulk fan. I said that earlier in the show. So mm-hmm. like, I was more into those. But X-Men 97 was good, too. And the fact that what I what really hit me about this trailer is they made it an emotional connection. Like, it's, it's they're connecting. It's not like this is just new stories being told. They're connecting X-Men 97 mm-hmm. to the story of X-Men the Animated Series, which is just fan freaking tastic in my opinion and i'm pretty hyped so uh the trailer for x-men 97 marvel it's interesting it says marvel animation too that's new maybe it's a new studio so we haven't seen that much but x-men 97 boom youtube please don't shut us down (laughs) so dope i'm grateful Oh my God! Look, the beast. I know, right? I love Normal how it size. It, it, I know, right? He's like the size of a human being. I love how it zooms in on the, on the, on the, uh, the, the cheeks the, of the, the beast. Uh, no, on the, on the TV. I don't know why I couldn't get that out. Oh, okay. on the TV. On the TV. I don't know what I'm thinking. We have to stay vigilant. The professor entrusted us with his dream. It even feels like the other, like. Even the trailer no feels like the series felt, which is so cool. Mm-hmm. We must believe in each other. The animation looks good. It looks classic. I know. It looks. It looks nostalgic. Keep buzzing in my ear. The theme. It's been so while since I've heard the theme. Oh, so good. So many good childhood memories, man. I bet you've never seen that, too. I know. Him making to his me, claws glow. My X-Men. Yeah. That is dope. Like. Magneto. The last will and testament of Charles Xavier. Everything he built now belongs to me. Imagine that. Pretty dope, man. Yeah. Pretty dope. I mean, that looks great. I will definitely be watching every episode of that. Hundred percent. I would definitely be enjoying my time watching it. Yeah. Yeah. And and the cool thing, like what I like about them bringing that back, they should bring back the Hulk and the Spider-Man ones too. Just saying. Um, the, the, yeah, I can't the cool wait for about... uh, six extra extra episodes of X Men '97. I know, right? So the what I like about them bringing this back is the fact that they can 
because it's a different it's the animation thing and it's not connected to the MCU it's like a it's like a DC Elseworlds type thing like what they're doing with Marvel although they haven't named it anything like that but like actually titled it that but um it's it, they can tell stories with characters that we don't have in the MCU yet like we can touch on characters that we haven't seen in a long time from deep in the X-Men lore and things like that um I, I'm pretty blown away that the character actors seem like the like they sound like the same people. The animation looks like this has just been ripped out of the nineties. Mm-hmm. Um hearing the music is dude, the first time I heard that in the trailer, I was like, Get like hyped, I was yeah. so hyped, dude. It's so cool. Well, it's Such just a, a, if mm. the way they were hyping this movie up and the way they were like Yoo-hoo. advertising it. You know, and emphasizing the X Men ninety seven, like it'd be foolish for them to do anything but, you know, the yeah. animation and the fucking music and all that other jazz, and it yeah. not look reminiscent of nineteen ninety seven um, uh, series. So, good on them for keeping the keeping nostalgia there because Jesus yeah. Christ, they they would get in trouble. They would, but it, it looks great, man. Hundred percent, it, it looks really good, um, and I'm super excited for it. Um, let's, uh, so let's keep, let's keep rolling along here. Um, let's save, we'll save Deadpool and Kong for last. There are a couple other ones. Uh, the official trailer for Twisters dropped recently. I am a big fan of the original Twister. Really big fan of the original Twister. It's, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, and it's, I've always been like really interested in whether anybody who's close to me can tell you, Miguel can tell you like, so close to I'm, I'm kind of, I know we've, we're just so, Mm -hmm. um, I'm a huge weather nerd. Like I like follow a bunch of different accounts on Twitter and I'm like, I, I just, I love weather and learning about it and forecasting. And I'm just, I'm interested in like, it's just a weird, it's a weird hobby that I have. And I'm I think partially that's due to things like Twister and like I grew up in Florida where like we were in hurricanes and now I live in Kentucky where we're kind of in tornado alley and like I just I I enjoy weather like I I just find it interesting and Twister albeit it's it's a a, 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 an over glorified version of that I mean it's very unrealistic and it's funny because even in the first few minutes like few seconds of this trailer there's uh you see a bunch of people running under an overpass to take shelter from a tornado and mm-hmm. everybody on twitter was like bro that is the thing you don't do like do not take shelter under an overpass <laughs> like that is such bad advice yet they put it in the trailer so um so i was pretty stoked when i found out they were making a sequel to twister because i adore that movie so much um the late great bill paxton man just one of his best roles, in my opinion, it's a really good role for him. Him and Helen Hunt both. Um, so I was. Uh, I, w- what are your thoughts on the original Twister? We've actually done a classics revisited for that, and it, and it was a pretty fun episode. I love it. Yeah, we did, and I enjoyed it. You know, I like Twister, and as uh, Brad has mentioned, he is pretty big into weather. So I can definitely tell that whenever this uh, uh, sequel was being a pushed out. I knew I knew Brad immediately told me that it was, and he was really excited about it. But for me, I enjoyed the first Twister. I thought it was very much a thrill ride. 
and a decent uh, summer blockbuster. I don't know if it came out in summer, but it was definitely one of those uh, blockbuster films. It feels so, like a summer blockbuster, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And from what I can tell from the trailer, it does seem like it's capturing the same essence of the twister it of it being a force of nature and it being its own character in the film. So yeah. let's just see if this next generation crew can emphasize mm-hmm. the tragic tragedy of of yeah. what a tornado can yeah you know yeah. it's also got daisy edgar jones who i i adore her i think she's a really really great actress um like one of my favorite actresses in the business right now uh actually my pick i did a video a couple months ago about who i would pick to play Lori and loomis if they remade halloween she's my pick to play Lori, actually which seems that might be a strange pick to some people, but I think she's really good. I like her a lot. Uh, Raymond said this one might get you in trouble. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if YouTube allows it, but we'll we'll see. We'll see how far we get. So here's the official trailer for Twisters. Yeah, Universal's not very kind. They're not very. Oh kind. yeah, we might get in trouble, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Guys, whatever's in there is big and it's moving fast. Try I love that. Oh. <laughs> it's a dinosaur. Mm. It's a dinosaur. Ooh. We have flying cows. We have cows. <clears throat> there we go. Under the overpass again. Why? It's Tyler Owens. He calls himself Tornado Wrangler. If you feel it, you know what, man? I'm glad I think Ramos is getting rolls. I'm happy for him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And. <laughs> And honestly, Glenn Powell, much respect to him too. He, do you think the you know tornadoes could, look perfect. good? She's gorgeous. I think or they do. You do. think the CGI is kind of wonky? You could destroy a tornado. The want the you know, CGI's were wonky and Twister. It is. It looks very strange and Twister. Yeah. Yes. Like that looks pretty decent. Mm-hmm. But there are some shots where it's like, ah, that looks very Don't fake. Face your fears. Like that. That looks right. All right. Have you ever seen a twister up front, dude? No. But I've watched a whole lot of tornado footage. Damn, son. We got twins. 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 How do you feel about the whole drone drones things? It makes sense. It does. Woo! Big boy. Nope. I will say my only my only fear with Twisters is that I hope it's actually a good story and not like just cash grab action flick. Like I hope there's I hope there's some good story there to it. You know what I mean? Like there, there needs to because the I, whole point was Bill Paxton trying to sign divorce papers exactly from that his was, ex-wife. That, that yeah, was, that was really like, the, what are you what are you fucking talking about? I, I know, but like I, <laughs> but the their love story was the heart of that film. The thing is, like it, it wasn't. Ne- yes, it was for film about tornadoes and about storm chasing and about that world, but like you know, and about the the disaster that they can cause, but. 
it was also a film about love and about like friendship and about these people that are like all banded together trying to do something incredible. Like, like there, there, there was so much more to it than just a, a movie about storm chasers. And mm-hmm. this looks good, but we don't, we didn't, I will say with this trailer, we didn't get a super big look at like the, the storyline. Like, you know, we like, obviously we know that Daisy Edgar Jones, I believe is supposed to be, um, Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt's daughter, which is kind of cool. Like I dig that, you know, and we see her like, you know, opening Dorothy and things like that. Um, but I just, I hope, like, I hope that there's a good story there too. I hope. Yeah. Cause why would, why would, uh, Dorothy be still being used? If that makes sense. You know what I I mean? I kind of thought the same thing. I kind of thought the same thing. Yeah. Raymond said Philip Seymour Hoffman was so funny in the original. He was. Yeah. Loser. (laughs) Loser, loser. <laughs> Him leaning out the thing, oh man, so good. I love that movie so much, and I I hope that it's interesting to see the dynamic of yeah. the dynamic of the whole crew. Yeah. The crew seems smaller in this than it does, it does with uh, with the uh, the original. It does, which I think that's where I think that's where the whole Twister thing was very much uh, attracting was because it was much more because you said something was like it was more like about you know romance between bill and helen but i I thought it was just more of like a family kind of film you know just well they're a family too and you have her aunt um uh what's her name um joe's aunt uh i don't remember what her name is but like they go like she makes him breakfast he like she makes him steak and eggs and you know they shower mm-hmm. at her house and stuff and and then of course they have to go back like like it's a family film it's a it's twister is one of those rare films where like it's a it's an action flick it's a love flick it's a feel-good flick like it's it's like everything kind of rolled into one you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's a thriller like it's a lot of different things and i hope that twisters can capture that same element that the original film does Mm-hmm. But we'll have to we'll have to see. So yeah, we'll um, see. but I'm I am stoked. It's one of my most anticipated films of the year. So we shall we shall see with with Twisters. Ouch! But um, I know. Let's we hope already... that did not get us kicked off. It didn't. I have it pulled up on my phone. It didn't. Oh, okay. good. Yeah, we're I good. Yeah, I, really. That's the thing is usually after a couple of weeks, it's okay. Like it doesn't. It doesn't hate you after that it's just like like if it's like the night it drops then it's like uh uh-uh. it's like the uh what's his face in jurassic park going uh uh-uh, uh uh-uh, uh uh-uh. you didn't say the magic word uh and then you have samuel jackson damn i hate this magic crap you know uh i know we already talked about this once before but it's me so i just i have to like why wouldn't i <laughs> the final trailer for the walking dead the ones who live came out um uh, I believe during the Super Bowl. I think that was another one of the Super Bowl trailers. So it's the final trailer for um, for the season premiere, which begins uh, or with which premieres on Sunday night at nine o'clock. Pretty stoked. Um, we can break this one down a little bit. We don't have to dive too 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 deep into it. But the most important question: Are you an A or are you a B? I will say I'm an A. A means girth. B means like that we're. If uh, then maybe, fuck maybe, it, maybe, I'm maybe. I am A. Then I'm still A. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, but the final trailer for it, The Walking Dead: The Ones Who Live. I'm getting home. I no, you're not. I'm getting home. 
Mm. 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 At this point, he's a B right now. Yeah. I lost someone years ago. Now I'm looking for him. Is that his boot? Yeah. Air around his boot. I will say, dude, they have stepped up the CGI. I have to keep trying. Even in Dead City, the New York City CGI is like. Stop. Mm-hmm. I'm getting there. I'm getting home. It's been so long. Your phone, you know what it says? The Japanese? Believe a little bit longer. This is the most powerful military on the planet. Why do you even think I'm going to go along with all of this? Because everything will change. Burn it all again. The scale looks so much bigger. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is not the answer. It must end. This isn't everything! You don't get to choose for the world. You don't get to choose for me. This is all I have left. This is all you have left to. She's Where have I seen gone. her before? There has to be a sacrifice. It's a broken world, Michelle. But together. We couldn't do anything. Burn it all again. I'm here. I'm here for it, man. I'm excited. Yeah, I am too. I'm excited to see what it brings. Yeah, I, I agree, Raymond. I don't think Rick and Michonne are together at first. Although there have been there have been rumors that they reunite pretty early in the series, in like the first couple of episodes. And the rest of the the rest of the like the season is about them trying to escape the CRM. So I think there, there's a lot of questions that we need to be answered. There, we need to know what the A and B thing means. Like that's just, and it's probably a small thing, but like we need like yeah, watch it mean something like really <clears throat> stupid. I know like, it's gonna be fucking idiotic. Like, yeah, it's gonna be something really small. Hey, I'm excited that uh, I just I just saw that Leslie Ann Brandt's gonna be in there, which yeah. she was in Lucifer, so that's yep. cool. Yeah, yeah, the cast is pretty good for this. I think they have a yeah. good cast. Oh wow, she um, was already in a zombie apocalypse movie too. Yeah, I I'll tell you, I think it has some, the A and B thing. I think it has something to do with like a worker the or a soldier, choice. or it's a casting choice. Yeah, whether whether you get paid the big butts or whether you're just yeah. a supporting actor. Yeah. <laughs> so is Andrew Lincoln an A or a B? I I'd say he's an A. What about Michonne? I'd say she's an A. What about those Jadis? are your top hitters. What about huh? Jadis? Jadis? That's a B. That's <laughs> B. She's a strong B. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I it, I think it has something to do with that. But I'm I'm excited to see like in addition, yes, I'm excited to see Rick and Michonne, you know, reunite, and I'm excited to see like, you know, th- there there's many things, but I also want to see the scale of the CRM. Because it looks so big, and it looked like it—it it, it, it looks like there's so much to like dive into there into mm-hmm. this new community. So I want to see like what the CRM is about and what they have going on there. Like there's there's a lot to unpack there. Um, and like I said, we will definitely do a whole. We're gonna do an entire, um, uh, an entire 
reaction to that after we watch it on Sunday night. And Miguel, like I said, if you want to watch it and join me for that, you are more than welcome. But I will definitely be watching on Sunday or on Monday. It's at some point. I'm going to watch it at some point. It may not be. Let's say you can't watch it Sunday. I know we'll be watching Doctor Sleep, but we'll see. It doesn't happen until nine o'clock anyway, so whatever. But we'll see. So uh, that's The Walking Dead: The Ones Who Live. Pretty stoked for that. And that leaves us with our two big ticket items of the evening, my friend. That is Godzilla and Kong, The New Empire, and Deadpool and Wolverine. I will let you decide. Well, since we were already talking the Marvel League, let's hit Deadpool first. Okay. Let's do Deadpool first, and then we'll then we'll hit up Godzilla and Kong last, because there's, there's a lot I want to talk about about Godzilla and Kong. So, uh, Deadpool and Wolverine trailer dropped. It w- It is officially the most viewed movie trailer of all time, surpassing Avengers Endgame and Spider-Man No Way Home, which is pretty big. It is hysterical. It's actually really funny how mm-hmm. like how much this movie is being hyped up, you know? Yeah. How much pull this thing movie has. I think it's pretty cool. So here we go. Deadpool and Wolverine, the official trailer. We've both seen it, but we'll, let's watch it again. Who cares? It's been a challenging few years, for sure, but I'm happy. That is because of each and every one of you. I'm the luckiest man alive. I just want to say, the fuck is the hair? Seeing Wade Wilson with hair makes me want to throw up. It's like, like when he says it's like a testicle with teeth. Like it now, it's like a hairy testicle with teeth. Like it's just, just it's, it's really weird. Mm -hmm. You know what's up? I think Vanessa and Wade are broken up. You think? Yeah. Like they're just friends. Who's asking? Whoa, 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 whoa. Is that supposed to be scary? Pegging isn't new for me, friendo, but it is for Disney. I want you to know right now, this is the first time pegging was ever used for fucking Disney. I love that. Mr. Wilson, you appear to have soiled yourself while unconscious. I wasn't unconscious. Who are you? (laughs) Why am I here? Walk with me. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. You are special. This is your chance to be a hero among heroes. I smell what you're stepping in, Sensei. Your little cinematic universe is about to change forever. I'm the Messiah. I. I loved this so much. Don't just stand there, you ape. Give me a hand up. Nope, I'm actually okay. Thank you very much. So good. Uh, so, what what were your initial thoughts on the Deadpool and Wolverine trailer? What do you think? I mean, it's uh. I'm so glad that they've kept 
it Deadpool very much. Yeah. Because I wanted to mention yeah. this. I wanted to mention this like when we were talking about the whole retooling article because I'll like, retool you. Because they, they were really... Cause how can I say this? Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds were big proponents of this movie and they stood their grounds on a lot of creative decisions yes. and that Disney wanted to change. And one of them was including She-Hulk in this mm. film and including a lot of different that. things in this film that both Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman didn't feel like need to be in any part of the film. And it got to the point where they were thinking of like leaving the film as a whole if that were to happen. And obviously, you know, like whatever Deadpool wants, Deadpool gets kind of thing. Yeah. So big props and to big props to, to Ryan for not only getting this franchise started and two beating Disney to get a film that he wanted still, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think I was alone and I was worried, you know, less about the story, but I was more worried about like whether or not Disney was going to water it down so much to the point where it just, it wasn't in the same world like mm-hmm. as the first two <clears throat> Deadpool films, which would be a real bummer because like it, the, the the genius of Deadpool is that it goes there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it's not afraid to touch places that that sounds terrible. Wow, that's the most Deadpool comment ever. It's not afraid to touch on things that like you can't do with the normal MCU. You know what I mean? With like an Avengers mm-hmm. film, like you you just can't go there. And Deadpool can. Um, and mm-hmm. it's so meta in the fact that like they have Hugh Jackman and he's wanted that for so long. Like you said, Deadpool gets what Deadpool wants. You know, um, it's just it's like I, I'm I have questions like, you know, I'm thinking, you know, obviously, like there are questions about Wade Wilson's uh, his his life up until this point. But then we come in contact with the TVA. We, yeah, like, we I think that the TVA is there. I and, think what happened was. With his time traveling tampering, he got everybody back, but it in turn caused something, you know, kind of like right. how the usual time traveling uh, trope goes. You know, one little miss could change something in the future, kind of thing. I think that's yeah. probably what was happening. And uh, I think now, I mean, he's happy with what he's got right now because everyone's alive, but I right. think. I think him and Vanessa broke up, and I think that's where the whole like it's been a troubling year yeah. kind of unfolds. Yeah. So now, what do you think about him swelling himself conscious? Yeah, I mean, that seems yeah. pretty weight for him to do. It does seem very Wade Wilson. What do you? Why do you think the T when the TVA guy says um, when he says about like you have a chance to be a hero among heroes? Like, like what does the TVA want him to do? I don't know. It's interesting because. I think the initial thought was the TVA were just trying to capture Wade because he was mm, using the device from this trailer. Yeah, which which is interesting. Which honestly, what could be happening? Maybe maybe they're like trying to give him. Maybe they're trying to like get the device from Wade and say, mm, if you if you give fair. me this uh, device, if you give me this device, I can let you be a part of this universe. Yeah, kind of thing. Maybe. That's fair. But you would have to give up the universe that you have right now or something like that. I don't fucking know. Yeah. And that's why they have that battling back and forth. 
could be could could not i'm not too sure but um it, it could be a possibility i just like i i look at you know the way he had like the way he sees the suit and how we see him going through the other you know like like it it, it almost looks like he's on a mission to go do something like they've mm-hmm. sent him to go and accomplish something and we see him you know like I think it's interesting that we see when he says about you know you have a chance to be here a hero among heroes we see him looking I smell what you're stepping in sensei you know I smell what you're stepping uh, in sensei where's it at where's it at where's it at, where's it at? Let, me, let me turn the volume down here um like I think it's interesting that we see two clips from Avengers Age of Ultron because when we see that clip of him in the snow, not long after that frame, he, you know, he's, he looks like he's in the same place as they were and out in the woods in the snow at the beginning of Avengers Age of Ultron. So like, <clears throat> are we going to be revisiting different moments from throughout the MCU? Like, like, I, I don't, I wonder how that's going to fit in. You know what I mean? Because like we see it's the not. 20th century Fox thing wrecked in, like, like mm-hmm. it's obviously going to be a play on the other Marvel universes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's very clearly going to be a thing. I just wonder how is this going to fit into current MCU um, events? You know what I mean? Is he going to go back and revisit some old classic MCU times and places like 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 where are we going from that point you know what i mean Mm -hmm. what's Mm -hmm. his what's his his goal Mm -hmm. um uh, i'm trying to think like yeah like there's the 20th century fox logo behind him as he's reloading the gun like you know it's it's definitely a place like it's very on the nose like it's very much it's there you know yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't surprise me that that this is it doesn't surprise me that Deadpool is going to be doing this. That he's going to be in different universes. It it, it comes no, no surprise. You put no. Deadpool in TVA, and you already know that he's going to be having all sorts of fuck fuckery. I mean, you saw what he could do <laughs> with the fucking device yeah. that they gave him in the fucking yeah. Fox Studios. So he saw all the fun he was having in that. So just imagine right. the fucking right. havoc he's going to have when you give him a fucking cinematic universe to yeah. play around in. So. Yeah, yeah, you know he's not he's not held by Vanessa anymore, and uh, so he's just you know there to have fun, right? Um, and like the the moment when when Hugh Jackman comes up and and you I love him. how you mentioned I... this one, but you meant you you didn't see the the first uh, viewing of Hugh Jackman. Did you not see him sitting like when he was walking up to him from yeah. behind? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, but some people are saying that's I... different Wolverine. It could be. Yeah. I could see it. I could see them doing some pulling some kind of multiversal thing mm-hmm. with that. I I definitely could. It's again, one of my most anticipated movies of the year. Top five. Yeah. I, I'm I'm really excited to see what they do. I'm really excited to see how it fits into the current MCU timeline and kind of how which it won't fit into the current the current MCU timeline. No. Um It'd be tough. it's just you know, I Well, I think I they think... said I think they, I think, I think even, I think Ryan Reynolds even said that like this is like the last project he's gonna do. Until, uh, like for 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 Wade Wilson to have its own movie, the rest is just gonna be like he'll be a part cameos. of the other, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah. And I, I'm fine with that. Like, I'm okay with Deadpool popping up throughout the MCU. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. eventually I might want another Deadpool film, you know, just because they're so good. And he, Ryan Reynolds does what he does so well. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, I, I'm, and like, I hope he shows up in Secret Wars, which I know he's already rumored to have kind of a pretty big part of Secret Wars and things like that. Like, um, but it wouldn't surprise me if they if they took different Wolverines, if they took there were there were a ton of different cameos. I could see this being a cameo fest too. I really could. It wouldn't surprise me. No, yeah, I could definitely see that. So you know? and it won't go over the top, but it will be kind of a fourth wall kind of like, you know, <laughs> didn't see that coming, did you kind of mm. kind of thing, you know? So I'm I'm excited to see what they do with uh with Deadpool and Wolverine. And I'm ex I, I'm I'm ecstatic to see Hugh Jackman back. As Logan, I really am. I hope they, I hope they CGI enough abs on him because I'm not gonna lie, man's <laughs> old as fuck. Yeah, he's he still looks pretty good though. He doesn't. Look he's, bad. he's still getting up there. I think that's why they have him in the suit now because they can't really, <laughs> he can't really uh, Hulk out. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah which we don't, much respect. We don't have any more just... shirtless Logan running. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have any yeah. more of that. Yeah, that's funny. Um, so last but not least. Last thing of the night for the show. We're about two hours in. If you have not left it a like, please go ahead and do so. Godzilla and Kong, the new empire. There have been quite a few leaks in the last couple of days. I've sent a couple of them to Miguel. One of them is actually that really funny. Uh, it, it's, it's pretty it's pretty. It's pretty funny, and I'm not going to say what it is, but I, I took a couple of pictures or screenshots of it on Twitter. Those were the only ones I could even see. Um, well, there was there was there was the three I'm talking about of the same shot, and then there were, or the same sequence, and then there was another one of a different Titan, and I was just like, that looks funny. It really does. I can't, I can't figure these out. So like, we keep hearing people talk about you know Godzilla and Kong: The New Empire has more of a serious tone than Godzilla versus Kong does. But it's like it's flip-flopped. The Godzilla and Kong The New Empire trailers seem kind of goofy and fun, but everybody keeps saying the tone in the movie is more serious. But the Godzilla versus Kong trailers were super dark and serious. But then there were moments in Godzilla versus Kong that were really strange. Like, like I, I think of the Hong Kong moment, and it gets me every single time I watch the scene when Skarsgård is like, bro is like, that one goes to Kong. It's like what, dude? Like what? Why did like why did we need to say that? Like that doesn't. Why? Why is that a, a line? You know. So I'm hoping that this brings a little because, bit of the because seriousness. Some, back. some script. Just because like a fucking line in the script made it seem kind of spongy doesn't mean it wasn't like that serious of a tone. Yeah, that's true. I guess it could be the delivery too. It, it's a number yeah. of things. It just. I think Skarsgård just didn't do a good job. Uh, delivering a lot of lines, which in turn probably explains why he didn't return. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 this is this is maybe my most anticipated movie of the year, just because it it mean, it means so much to us and the channel and you and I being Godzilla and Kong people. Um, I hope this one doesn't let me down. I really hope it doesn't. Because I did GBK hopes. let you down? Jesus it's Christ. Just, no, it didn't let me down. It just it it was again, it was 
slightly less serious than I wanted to take it. I think I missed the seriousness <clears throat> of King of the Monsters and Godzilla 2014. King of the mm-hmm. Monsters felt very serious. It felt dark. It felt mm-hmm. gritty. It felt... Now, obviously, we're not talking Godzilla minus one level dark and gritty, but it still had some dark and grittiness. The Titans felt massive it's hard for the titans to feel huge when they're like running side by side like it's two action figures you know what i mean so i don't know oh bro you're not gonna get that in this film i'm not gonna lie you're not gonna get any of that probably not but no you're getting full-on melee of monsters all (laughs) over the fucking world somebody can dream man somebody can dream so uh already seen it but this is the official trailer for godzilla x calm the new empire this is the, the second trailer For centuries, there was harmony. I still don't know how I feel about Kong's love thing. Neither do I, but, you know. There's your your boy. And the great apes became the protectors of humanity. The boy Kong needed, like, fucking every bit of human help possible. He really did. We've discovered a signal. She can feel it. Kong, Godzilla, they can feel it too. Something is coming. Something even they're afraid of. Mm. You feel like going for a ride? Have you seen this trailer? Yeah. Try not to swallow your tongue. What? It's true because oh buddy never he never went through the portal. No, he didn't. This throws me for a loop too. Like what is that? Weird. Oh no, I'm out of my depth. Just a signal. That's a call for war. This is what got me, dude. Ooh. Bro definitely did. He He's just lost that. some fingers. Yeah. Kong can't stop this on his own. He won't be alone. Rio cannot get a break in these movies. Met up. No. It was almost the end of Kong. They don't have to like each other. I think it's funny that he's they're still fighting. <laughs> I mean, what do you expect? Now I have seen everything. That's interesting. What was that? Like exuding electricity from his body? Mm-hmm. Oh. I'll see this in IMAX, sure. I I would like to see it in IMAX too. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the glove. 
I'm gonna be Neither real. Neither do I. Okay. I. I understand, like, if he needs, like, like, but his fingers are all there <coughs> too. Like, that's what I don't understand. Like, wrong what? hand. Wrong hand. Is it? Yeah, it's wrong hand. That's even stupider then, because it's like, why would he need? Why would you give him a glove on the the hand that he didn't need it? Like, I like. What? Bro, if you look, if you if you looked at the trailer, you'll see that Shimu freezes his fucking arm. What? Yeah, she well, good thing we're about his... to break it down because I didn't. I didn't get that. <laughs> yeah. I missed that in the trailer. Um. Uh, your dude, your boy looks dope. Yeah, I'm starting to like the pink. And the great. I don't mind it. Here, let me let me get the volume super down here so we can so we can go through this piece by piece. That's. I keep trying to pause it at that other moment. Yeah, I'm. At first, I'm gonna be real. At first, I was kind of like pink. Really, mm -hmm. I, I say that after I just changed our channel's entire look to pink. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, at first I was kind of like pink is weird. But then I started seeing it, and I was like, I'm all right. I'm here for yeah. it. It looks pretty dope. I dig it. Um, and the great apes became the protectors of humanity. Do you think we're gonna really dive into their lore more in this film? Like into I'm not gonna lie. I kind of don't like the idea of all the fucking monkeys. It's kind of fucking annoying. Yeah, yeah. I was already know with Kong already. Now I gotta deal with fucking more of them. I think it depends on how they do it. I think it's strange that like the entire point of Kong is that he's the last of the great apes, just like how Godzilla is the last of his kind. But now it's like you're rewriting that history and you're like, okay, so Kong is mm -hmm. not the only ape left. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I it's that's gonna really be a big player and like I don't know how I feel about that just wait. Yet. Go back. What does it say in the great apes became the protectors wait, go back more. They became the protectors of humanity. humanity. Okay, well go so, back. No, so, that that's a the great apes became the protectors of Prior to that, uh, what was Godzilla? Um, the Titans were the guardians of nature. So the Titans were the guardians of nature. And the great apes became the protectors of humanity. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> this woman just says shit. <laughs> I, to be fair, I, I doubt like, that'll I like actually he's... be a line in the movie. I don't know if that'll I... actually be in it. No, I guarantee you fucking will. And I feel like I feel like the fucking see that's where that's where like the that's oh, where like man. your fucking like round two goes to Kong kind of script yeah, that has yeah. fucking dialogue kind of loses me. It's like I don't no. It's weird. Ugh, no, yeah. I don't fucking care. So yeah, there you go, man. There's your there's your uh, there's your I seriousness. Know, I know. Hopefully it's not that whatever. I I mean I hope it's it's got a little bit more to that. I mean, this is a pretty cool thing that they're doing right here. I think she's connected to something with Middle Earth, which is pretty dope. Yeah, she, it seems very, it's very, like, <clears throat> it's, I don't know if I like how, like, fantastical it's gone. Like, it's it's gotten very, like, LOL. Elm Street You dream, don't know. You don't know then. No, it's like, not. It's not. I have seen a lot of people saying that it's taken after, like, the Toho. Yeah, trust me. It is by lot. far, it is nothing like Dream Warriors, trust me. I can guarantee like, you that. Not as fantastical. 
it's going to be fantastical, but it's not going to be anywhere near Dream Warriors. Trust me. Mm. You like how that was like uh, the, Scar King the, and then Shimu? Yeah, yeah. It morphed. Pretty dope. Yeah. Don't worry. The ape will protect you. Yeah. I like that they're getting it on seismographs. Like, it's... You know, there mm -hmm. seems like something is wrong. That's pretty dope. Why is he blue? They can feel it too. Like, why do we He's keep supposed going... to go to some like metamorphic um thing? You know. So he's gonna be blue first. Yeah, he's gonna be blue first, dude. I mean, you're not supposed to get pink first, dog. <laughs> Anyways, something back to Godzilla. Something even they're afraid of. You feel like going for a ride? Thought you'd never ask. Try not to swallow your tongue. What? I'm trying to figure out what old buddy's uh, position is in this film, but kind of hard. Yeah, yeah. So, do you think Kong or do you, not Kong? Do you think Godzilla actually feels like a threat here? Like he knows something is like wrong? Well, I mean, it's like the it's like Sarazawa always said is like anytime there's like a they're the balance of nature is off you know nature sends it. yeah nature sends godzilla to correct that uh imbalance mm. which again makes that fucking uh thing f I, no never mind i'm just going over the whole monkey business thing the monkey of what you yeah. hating on the fact that there's like now a bunch of gorillas yeah fucking yeah. shit I, don't still, I I still don't know how I feel about Middle Earth. I don't. I have I'm very trying, mixed feelings on Middle I'm Earth. trying to understand it or Hollow more Earth, and more. You, however you call it. I really am. It's it's tough. It's it is really tough. tough. It's tough to wrap your because mind of what's Because of what's happening with... Because of what happened with... How can I experience this? Because of what's going on with... Uh monarch mm -hmm. and the whole tv show like do you want me do you want me to spoil it for you because i can yeah go ahead i mean i'll i'll watch it at some point but I'm, I'm not like i'm not going to tonight or tomorrow so like the whole the whole the whole cabacle about it now is like these people like fell into like hollow earth at the end and apparently time in hollow earth is goes rapid like goes goes extremely slower than earth if that makes sense so like yeah. three days and hollow earth was apparently fucking 40 years and ah. so that's that's where that's where the whole thing is like really tough that's where that kurt that's where what's his name was it kurt russell that's where the whole thing came into point it was like something happened in the 60s and then now it's 2020 2015 and he's like back or something like that like that's yeah. the whole that's the whole premise can Godzilla go to Hollow Earth? That's what's fucking me up right now. God, because Godzilla went to Hollow Earth too, and they're trying to. So like Godzilla knows to... that this exists. Like yeah, it's not so Godzilla. Like, Godzilla like is well aware. Yeah, Godzilla is well aware of of Hollow Earth, but you know how like in Godzilla versus Kong, Godzilla disappears for like three years. Yeah. Apparently, that's because Godzilla went to Hollow Earth for like fifteen fucking seconds and walked back out. <laughs> That's, that's apparently, 
That's apparently the the logic behind. Bro, bro went down, grabbed a snack, and came back up. Like... Pretty much, like Godzilla came to Hollow Earth, fought a monster. That's funny. And then went back to fucking uh, Earth, and it was apparently three years for. Oh it, man! It just it doesn't make sense for me now at this point because like. If they're if they're in Hollow Earth and they're spending all this time, then wouldn't it chalk up X amount of years I for? I don't know. So that's what's fucking me up know. right now with with Monarch and yeah. So I'll be honest, I know nothing. Like Hollow Earth is like out of my realm for like. But that's the thing is like I don't think we we didn't explain it very well in Godzilla vs Kong, and I know it's new. Um, Maybe there's not quite enough to explain yet. Like maybe we'll explore more of that in in this film. It just it already seems I very far fetched so enough. Point. Like it's it just it seems like a lot. Like like why was Kong trapped on Skull Island then? Like what? Like it just I have so many questions about the whole thing. It just it seems strange, and it's always sat kind of strange with me. Like from the time we first saw it, mm-hmm. and then. Who's that? What is Maybe. what? I don't know, man. That's your fucking storyline. So you fucking tell me at this Bro, point. This I don't any, know anything about Kong storyline. I don't know anything like, about no. I don't know anything about monkey business over here. We are dog, we so. are in uncharted territory. When it comes when it comes to your thing. yeah, I'm out of I'm out of my realm now. Yeah, I don't know. Is that a mini Kong? That looks interesting. That's yeah. a cool shot. I kind of dig that. Yeah. Like, definitely setting up the Scar King powerful, like, mm-hmm. you know. That's a cool. Now, there's a lot of gorillas. I hate that so much. There's a lot. It's not even like there's so just a couple. There's a like, lot. At this, point, at this point, we went from, we went from, like, Godzilla versus Kong to, like, Godzilla and Kong straight into Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> and yeah. I don't like it not yeah. to say i don't like the movie I just don't like this idea yeah yeah i'm not really i i'm i'm leery like i'm not i'm not sold on it <clears throat> yet at all i'm not for war and like why is kong that's a call for war like what are his thoughts on because they look scared. They don't look like they're like his army or something. Like, look at homeboy on the right. Dude looks terrified. Yeah. He really does. Like, he doesn't look good, you know? No. But then they look angry. Like, I'm I'm so confused by that. Mm-hmm. This movie, like, I'm so excited for this movie, but I'm also just like, oh. Can you imagine? Can you imagine someone oh. being so confused <laughs> about a movie and then this is what you're looking at? Apes pounding, and the subtitles are apes grunting pounding. <laughs> I would be confused too. <laughs> so know what the hell was going on either? Yeah. yeah man. Raymond said, "I thought it was supposed to be Kong and Godzilla fighting together against some younger, bigger ape." That's pretty much what it is. But we've suddenly thrown in like a hundred smaller apes as well, <laughs> for whatever mm-hmm. reason. He looks dope. Which I'm not gonna lie, Scar King does look dope. That's a that's a bitch jump. I'm not gonna lie, that's the bitchiest jump I've ever seen. <laughs> you think you could have made a cool? You could have made Scar King jump any more. Look at that. And now I'm literally a monkey. Dude, in a barrel. 
is it, he's an orangutan. Yeah. He, he is, is straight up a monkey in a barrel. So that's Kong standing there in the middle. See, look at that. They look scared, all of them. Yeah. He does look like a menace. I will say, he looks very. He looks like a very sinister villain. Mm hmm. He does, which I appreciate. Mm hmm. No, I'm trying to go back. It happens so quickly. My boy looks jacked. He does. I mean, yeah, he really does. I mean, he lo he looks like he's 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 got now, some years. What I'm curious about. So we know that he's got this whip thing that he uses mm -hmm. now here's the thing that gets me though too it's got to be an agility thing because look at kong kong is jacked compared to scar king yeah i think i think kong is going to get the upper hand in this fight mm. but scar king's gonna like you know fucking he's gonna unleash, take that, that he's gonna off. unleash unleash shimu and then shimu's gonna whoop kong's ass because again it's just a big monkey. So it's then you're gonna need Godzilla's. Monkey. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much what's gonna happen. So look, see? Wrong wrong hand. Okay, I guess he didn't lose any fingers. I think he just got cut up. Oh, uh, maybe it was his arm. You might be right. No. I don't think he lost a finger. Hang on. Let's see. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I think you might be right. So it's on his arm. Mm hmm. Scar. Ooh, that's a cool shot. I guess so, yeah. That's actually kind of a dope look. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think it's just his hand. Maybe you're right. Maybe it is just his arm and not his hand. Because that. Oh, dang it, I keep. Yeah, that, it was his arm. You're right. What is that? Bro looks scared. <laughs> he lo he looks like, listen, this is the look that, like, he just walked into his mom's room at 2 a.m. and just told her that he just had diarrhea, like, all over Like, this bed. This is not the like, face of someone, this is not the face of someone that just got his ass kicked and is going to get trapped by Shimu. This is the face of someone who's like, oh, shit, there's something bigger, and there's something bigger than Godzilla kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So like yeah. I think I think Kong gets the upper hand in the fight with Shimu, but Shimu but with Kong Scar gets the upper hand with Scar King, but Scar King unleashes Shimu and Kong's like, oh shit. Yeah. Which I hope Scar King can hold his own too, because I'm gonna be real. It's gonna be weird if Scar King is just like like he can't fight anybody, but he's like like I feel like he needs to be able to hold his own as a villain too. Not just I'm sure he can Shimu. But it's like but it's but it's like when I mean you saw the punch that he gave that, that Kong gave Scar King and he lost a fucking tooth. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. They're mm -hmm. just monkeys fighting. They're just monkeys fighting. Pretty dope. Say so watch. Bro is trying. So he's got atomic yeah. breath too. So in his head in his head, Kong is like, do the same thing. The last time it worked. I know, right? With the whole axe thing. But watch. Watch what happens. Yeah. But then as soon as it starts not working, he's like... Hey, look, look at his hand. You see his arm? like, it's not working. Yeah. <laughs> you see how like his arm is getting frozen a little bit? See, look. So, uh, I think he you, hurts his... Really? Yeah, look. 
How do you feel about that shot? Do you think it's weird seeing him run like that? No, Kong not as much. Already. Kong not as much. Seeing Godzilla like full on like sprinting though is very strange mm -hmm. to me. Like I feel like you lose the sense of how large he is when like he's doing. It's just, oh, apparently, it's, it's kind apparently of where they're at right now, like it's like. The amount of gravity in this area of Hollow Earth is zero to fucking nothing. Mm. So what you're about to get is like, here's here's what I can here's what I can tell you right now. The Godzilla that we dealt with in like normal Earth, yeah, was fat, heavy, and he was just trying to keep himself up because of all the nuclear waste he was eating. Here, the gravity is so light. And he, he is beginning radiation. He's he no, he's getting proper radiation, proper nutrients, so he's able to slim down and look more like a fucking athlete. So now you have fit Godzilla and half gravity of fucking hollow earth. So obviously he's gonna be able to do things that you you would neither have seen up in normal earth yeah. that makes sense i will say i hope we see him more like this is more like he's acting like he's moving like kong does i w one of my favorite things about godzilla and godzilla versus kong is especially in hong kong <clears> when <throat> he's fighting king kong he there were times where he got on all fours and actually slithered like like there were times that godzilla moved like a lizard in godzilla versus kong and it's so cool seeing him do that. Like, I think that's mm -hmm. really cool. It's one of the better things about Godzilla 1998, too, is that, like, he actually moves like a lizard sometimes. And, like, at one point, Godzilla pushed Kong backwards, and as Kong was stumbling, he, like, got on all fours and was, like, crawling towards him. And I was like, that's pretty dope. Like, I would love to see more of that. Mm -hmm. So hopefully we see a little bit more of that here. And, I mean, you know, he, he definitely looks... You know, he comes up on all fours, so maybe... He, I mean, he looks like he's standing on business. He does. He's got that spit flying. Like, mm -hmm. bro's ready. What is that? That's that Shima. Ooh, that Shima. Yeah. Ooh, I see that now. I didn't notice that. Interesting. That's pretty dope. Dude, Shimu might actually be like a pretty dangerous villain. That's the first Titan. Like the last time those two met up it was almost the end of Kong. What I love the most is that this is probably the first time that they're that they've like met each other. Interacted since, since everything that happened. Yeah. And I yeah. and I get and people are probably trying to figure out why they like why would they like try to attack each other after all this stuff and it's like well I mean like if you think about it like the only reason why Godzilla didn't attack Kong is because Kong put the axe down yeah and Godzilla was like okay fine so you at least admit who's boss 
Right. But then when you see Kong and Godzilla again, they're obviously both in like better health. I mean, they're fucking animals. Give me a fucking break. What, like, what are you going to do when you have two Apex yeah. fighters meeting again? They're yeah. going to fucking duke it out again. Right. Like that's going to happen. So like, and I think they, I think the director said it's more like a buddy cop kind of right. uh, duo where like they kind of don't like each other, but they just do it yeah. for the sake of the plot. That doesn't sound too bad to me. Bro. I just hate that the Great Pyramid of Giza is going to get fucking wrecked because I, of it. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to destroy Egypt. Yeah. Like, just for the sake of, like, playtime. Yeah. Um, bro, I, I bet you $10 right now Kong lands a solid punch with that glove on Godzilla. If they're going to do their little fight thing. Like, guarantee I guarantee it. it. Because right yeah. here you see that Godzilla is, like, Godzilla is a... Is, uh, is feral in this in this in this uh scene <laughs> yeah like this like pink godzilla is feral godzilla to me so like clearly they're both they both have their like proper upgrades that they're supposed to have you know right. what i mean yeah yeah definitely so. i agree yeah it'll be fun to see them kind of duke it out again like yeah dude he looks mad yeah looks legitimately mad <laughs> yeah also looks legitimately mad. <laughs> okay, well, what's he gonna do? Look out of here. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't really Kong can't. get like a silver? He gets like a he gets like a silver tooth, doesn't he? I guess I saw a couple people say that. I don't really like that. Those are people running. Mm-hmm. Bro is large. He's bro, tall. That looks like. Bro, you see the fur on his fucking body. Yeah. That's pretty fucking realistic. That looks it really pretty is. good. It looks good. I like it. Yeah. Bro, look at that. No, I need you to stop at that one part. Like, hold up. That's a cool shot, dude. Yeah. Also, why is he punching him with the other hand? Bro, Bro. is punching him with the hurt hand. It's <laughs> like... an ape. The fuck are you complaining about? <laughs> well, they built him that cool, like, electric glove, and Bro is literally... Yeah. This what's... is funny as fuck. What's little man doing? Bro, my man my man is getting... What are we doing here? <laughs> Bro, you stopped at the perfect time. This is milliseconds before before monkey ape gets fucking his shit rocked <laughs> like my man sees the fucking punch coming straight down to his jaw even the <laughs> mini monkey sees contact that's about to happen yeah well the mini the little mini monkey dude his he's looking at kong like this yeah like <laughs> damn you really hit my man with the hardest fucking let's, uh, left hand let's go let's go back let's let's just see that Let's see that in an instant. Bro, oh. look at that. <laughs> God damn. If you put it in perspective, if you put it in perspective, dog, that's like that's like 800 feet distance worth of a punch that he sent Monkey Man like across the fucking he Kong sent him <laughs> Kong sent him like a full block I sent him two blocks down the road. <laughs> God damn. Oh, man. Damn, that's a punch. And that's without the fucking glove. Oh, wait a minute. Here's what we... You know what we have to do here? We have to... Uh, slow motion it? Yeah, we got to do the I'm slow-mo speed. I'm surprised you haven't even done that yet. We, we got to do the slow-mo speed here. 
Bro. Laid him out. If you could, if you could stop it. Oh man, hold up. If me, you could, like stop it, it perfectly. I gotta take the volume out though. That's too weird. Bro. <laughs> on the ground, right there, dead on the ground. Oh man. My man is dead on arrival. Oh. Like he looks menacing right and there, here's the but setup. in the second he gets punched. And he jumped it like he had inertia going into it. Like bro jumped up and like used the weight of himself and his mm -hmm. arm to just like nail it. And boy, <laughs> gone. Boy, not many people would get up, bro. I think knocked the fur out of him too. <laughs> Look at his face. Watch. Look at Scar King's face. Let me see if I can pause it at the right spot. What I love the most is that he's over here. Watch, watch. <laughs> Look at his mouth, bro. He 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 looks like this. <laughs> the man got the man got out. clipped hard. He got clipped, bro. Here, go back. Oh man, go back. Please go back. Keep, do you want me to keep it on the speed? No, go go keep it on the speed. Cause I need you to mention something right now. I went back too far. Sorry. And again, this is this is without the power glove too this is purely right. kong's punch here comes a punch contact right there <laughs> but the second look see look at that he is already almost on the ground bro <laughs> look how fast he hit the ground mini mini hulk mini kong hasn't even touched the floor <laughs> yet he is still in mid-air he is still in midair, and my my boy is on the floor. Look at that, on the floor, and oh, Mini Kong was man. still in the air. That was funny. all while that was happening. That was funny. And then we have what? What is this thing? That's his tooth. That's a mullet. <gasps> Did you oh, not know that? Like, oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, this is mullet. It looked like a claw. I'm gonna be real. I like I saw like a claw there, and I was like, what is like? Why is there a claw? That's a tooth. Knocked a tooth out of him, yeah. Oh my god. That is straight bro, up a tooth. Bro, knocked the tooth out of him. That's what I mean. Like oh, I don't think I don't wow. think I don't think Scar King really is oh. all that like dangerous. Okay. I just think it's because he's with Shimu is that makes him dangerous. Okay. Alright. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, like that's 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 pretty fucking hilarious. That's a cool shot. This is what I'm talking about. These are the kinds of shots that I like. So does something tells me? So, so I assume the world still isn't happy with Godzilla. I don't know, but part of the plot of this film is that they they're like embracing Godzilla. So like why? Like I don't, I don't know. Maybe. Mm -mm. Do you think, do you think they should still be happy with unhappy with Godzilla? <clears throat> well, I know China's happy with uh, Godzilla. I don't think the U.S. is. Does that make sense? That's fair. He did attack the U.S. like five times in Godzilla vs. Kong. <laughs> like, yeah, bro did a lot of damage in the U.S. That's fair. Um, and then there, there's something I wanted to get your opinion about here is, so they're shooting at him, missiles are happening. What is this electricity thing happen? Like, what is that? I don't know. It's like a power-up thing. You know, same thing that Godzilla could do in King of the Monsters. 
talk about slow motion. Let's let's see that in an instant replay here. That's a dope shot, Miguel. I mean, it is, yeah. That is a really cool, cool shot. That's a Jonathan power right there. And he's blue. Blue Godzilla hits different, man. I know. Mm. I'm gonna be really. I'm gonna miss Blue Godzilla. Mm. I really am gonna miss Blue Godzilla. It's cool, man. That's a good shot. One more time, normal speed. Oh, the sound is gone. Dick. Yeah, what is bro doing? Bro, let me talk about this. Mini Kong's got some fucking aim. He also thinks he's baller. Like, dude is not afraid to fight anybody. He's, he's, like, he's gonna have he's gonna have personality on there. He is. But also, bro, is headshots. That no, that's just a normal monkey. Headshots of fucking yeah, dude. That's bro. We've made some minor. That head's gotta be off his shoulders by then. Pink, oh. <laughs> bro, removed. We made some minor Again, annoying dialogue. That's cool. I'm not gonna lie, the dialogue's gonna really pull me out of this movie. Yeah, that's cool. I will yeah. say, I do. I like the whip thing. I think the whip is pretty cool. I do too. I think, but, it and, is. and especially like the whip. Like, I'm also thinking the whip as well, like, and the fact that, like, Scar King, like, uses weapons, like, if they are going to have him fight Godzilla at some point in this movie, if he's going to stand a chance, like, if Kong can, can knock him out that much, he needs the, like, he needs weapons to fight Godzilla. You know what I mean? Like, plot armor wise, <laughs> because what? I feel like Godzilla would take him out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right, but didn't, but didn't you see what his power glove does? Fucking punches that building into fucking smithereens. It's like... I feel like I feel like Scar King's gonna see that as like normal monkey's hand knock my tooth out. I don't wanna get punched <laughs> by a power glove. I know, but I'm saying like if I mean if he's fighting Kong and Kong is doing that, could you imagine if Scar King was fighting Godzilla? I mean it would be like it, it would be there wouldn't even be a fight. So like the fact that he uses the whip and stuff, like mm -hmm. I feel like would at least put up more of a fight against Godzilla. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think I think it'd definitely be uh, an added. I mean, bro, he looks menacing right here. Like I feel he like does. in a when he's by himself, Scar King looks pretty deadly. He does. But if you put Kong and Godzilla next to him, it's like fuck out of here, monkey. Yeah. Boom. That's yeah. a cool shot. Probably, arguably the coolest shot in the trailer. Also, that yeah. subtitle, Roaring. Roaring, yeah. <laughs> roaring. Just roaring. That's it. Godzilla's tail looks interesting, too. I mean, this this whole this whole design looks pretty interesting to me. Yeah, it does. I it's agree. a totally different design than I've seen in a long, ever, honestly. Yeah. So. Bro is definitely still bigger than Kong. I mean, Kong's big, but G is bigger. Like yes. taller. Yes. He is. But this looks like it's in Egypt too. So like is this where they like they make like do they I don't know. <laughs> is it like a 
like I'm I'm trying to think of a comparison like uh the two main characters fight each other and then instantly make up type deal like you, you know what I mean like <laughs> like just fighting for fun like it, like is that what it is or is this really like a I don't know Personally there look <laughs> Are they just two buddies like is this their idea of playtime like what is going on here No I think it's I think it's just a matter of like I think it's just it's it's that bullshit dialogue where like apes protect humanity and fucking Godzilla protects nature kind of thing. So like obviously like they're gonna butt heads, but they clearly have their like duty to whatever the fuck they gotta do. So they're just gonna have to like deal with it until, you know, Shimu and Scar King are done for, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Do you think part of me, like even thinking about the ending scene when Godzilla goes to like before he jumps in the ocean, when Kong drops the axe and they like they roar at each other one, one last time. But Godzilla gives that little bit of extra like I'm still king, bitch. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, do you do you think the fact and we've talked about this like in in King of the Monsters when like it flat out like alludes to the fact that Kong just ignored Godzilla's call at the end of King of the Monsters like he just didn't care. Do you think Godzilla almost respects the fact that Kong is like, "Bro, I don't care that you're king." Like mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Is there a little like is there like a mutual respect thing there? Like like I feel no. like there is a little because, bit of that. No, because you see how they like fucking go at each other already with like the second they see each other, they're gonna fucking fight. So no, it's just a That's level right. of like instinctual, like "fuck you, fuck me, fuck you" kind of thing. <laughs> that's fair. I dig it. But, um, but yeah, man, that's the uh, that's the Godzilla and Kong: The New Empire final trailer. That's it. So I like it. I do too. I'm excited. Dialogue's gonna piss I, me off, but what are you gonna probably, do? Probably the dialogue is probably gonna be uh, a little subpar. Bit whatever but you know mm-hmm. what are you gonna do um so yeah man that's uh that's the show that was that was a long one that was a lot we had a lot to talk about tonight it was almost three hours it show was right? yeah but um but yeah man there, there's a lot of good things coming lots of lots of questions still for marvel for the monsterverse um we didn't really talk horror a ton tonight but that that's okay we hadn't really dove into it's the fine. other stuff in quite a while so um I have to pee, so I'm going to go ahead and hop off here. Uh, but, guys, thank you so much for joining us tonight. This was a really fun show. I was definitely itching to get on and talk some stuff. And uh, we love you all. We will be back Sunday night. Please come Sunday night ready to watch Dr. Sleep with us live. Watch along of that film. It's going to be a great time. Um, and then we will have a uh, – we're going to have some friends on for the um, – the purely and simply evil episode where we take a big old deep dive into Dr. Sleep as well. It's going to be a good time, man. So you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and threads at LTM Podcast KY. If you have not already, be sure to leave this video a like. I'm probably going to break this episode into um, in, into a I know into a couple of different clips and release them throughout the the next week or so. Um, and also be on the lookout for our uh, our spoiler review of um, episode one of uh, The Walking Dead and the Woods Who Live. So you guys have an awesome rest of your night. Have a great Saturday, and we'll see you on Sunday. Peace. Peace.